Hello and welcome to a very special podcast episode of Two Mr. P's in a Podcast. Um, we are enjoying our well-deserved, well-earned summer holidays, and I hope you are too. But we've had so many requests from people who are saying that they're going to miss having uh, having us by their side during the summer holidays. So we've decided to put together a little compilation. We've got three episodes dropping over the summer, which are just going to be sort of like the best of season three. So season three started September 2019. We were yet to know what was going to happen during the year and we were doing our fortnightly episodes and then obviously lockdown hit where we started doing weekly episodes. And so in this season alone, we've done 30 podcast episodes. So we are taking 10 at a time and just picking out some of our best bits to share with you. So uh, just because we've we've done so much over this season, we just it's been nice to listen back to some of it, to be honest. And um, we've just picked out some of our favourite stories, basically the ones that made me and Adam laugh the most. So we're going to share them with you. This first episode is just going to share some of the stories from episodes 30 to 40. And then in a couple of weeks, we'll drop the next edition, part two of the best of season three. Um, first of all, obviously, we're going to talk so much more about this during season four. But I just want to start by saying a massive thank you to everyone for all the incredible support over the past year. All the wonderful messages. And I, I want to say a massive, massive thank you to everyone who joined us for the live end of term extravaganza episode. It was just unreal. I'm not going to say any more than that because obviously me and Adam will want to talk more about it come season four. What I would say is as you are listening to these stories, please do share yours ready for season four. Go to 2 mrpspodcastcom That's number two, mrpspodcast.com, where you can share all your stories, confessions, everything like that, just so that we can hit the ground running come September. And of course, on the website, you'll be able to find details of our upcoming live tour that will be happening now in 2021. And you can get your tickets and I guarantee it will be a night to remember if you do join us on one of those dates. And um yeah, just keep spreading the word, guys. Keep keep sharing the pod. If you've not yet left a review on Apple Podcasts, please, please do that as it just keeps it uh, ticking over, keeps us in the charts in some way, shape or form. And so, yeah, let's get to it. Here are our best bits from episodes 30 to 40. I hope you enjoy. Um, got loads I, made, I made a no uh, yeah. just before I went to see the film oh nice so again we went to the IMAX and so um, there was this this guy I think it must have been the same guy who told Isla about no smoking oh, <laughs> right proper busy so we were walking in and we were a little bit early and he's like if you're for the IMAX stand there that sounds like it yeah if you're yeah. for the IMAX stand there so we're like right okay so we stood there and then this couple come up to me and the girl goes um are you here for the 1917 showing? And I went, uh, no, the 8 o'clock showing. Oh, <laughs> right. no! And then she went, no, the 1917 film. And oh, I went, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God! You know what? Like, I've got O oh, like, passing I'm... through my veins. That is... What's my blood type? Yeah, type, oh. type, oh, God. That is one of you fine. Now, uh, that is... And then, but as, is... I, as I was saying it, and then I realised what I'd said, I just was like... Uh, sorry, <laughs> I did this podcast with my brother. I think this is going to be a cracking oh, feature. Pretty, well, t- it was Australia, 
and I, I, forgive me if I've said this before. I really hope I haven't. But when we were in Australia on a rugby tour, we had a teacher called Anthony Henderson. Right. Right. <laughs> I mustn't have told this. No, I don't think so. And on every all the teachers. Clothing like the Ambrose, the school rugby clothing, they had their initials, yeah. right? So his initials were AH. So he came up, we were all eating at McDonald's, right? Or Burger King or something. And he came up, and as he came up, he went, he walked past our table, me and Charlie sat there, and he just kind of just tripped up. So we all went, way! And he went, oh, grow up. And I went, ah. Right? <laughs> right? And he went, no, no, and I went, ah. But I carried it on because obviously we were like 17. But then we all started joining in and we all kept going, ah. And then he was going, what are you doing that for? And then, then it took someone to kind of point his thing. Oh, right, yeah, my initials. My initials say, ah. Oh. We were going, ah. <laughs> So I think uh, it is dying of death though. I think, <laughs> I think that <laughs> that was a doozy. You know what made me laugh is if Charlie's listening to this now, he'll remember it so so plum. <laughs> Great uh, stuff. He's the, he's the teacher that parked in the car park that far away from school. Yeah. Then went to get in his car late, and then he, he slipped his disc in his back and had to stay in his car all night. <laughs> Came in like unshaven, like crawled to school the next day. I got away. What else? <laughs> I wish the team had been like, oh. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> I was just laughing at him. <laughs> Could you imagine uh, being in that position where you sleep back in your So, because Adam was moaning about how much I rant in last season, we've decided to turn it into a feature. But this week, I'm not going to be doing the rant. Oh no, I'm passing the reins over to Adam. And like we said last week, the rants don't even have to be education related. Just whatever grinds your gears. Yeah, floats your rants. Yeah. Um, Right, so, obviously carrying on from uh, Nana's opinion. Took my Nana shopping before. And I do want to throw an apology out there. Honestly, one of my biggest hates is people parking in the parent-child who don't have yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, you know, Nana does have a disabled badge. Yeah. And it was going on six o'clock, so I thought, you know, I have to go in that space which is closer. So I do apologise. It's all right, don't worry. No one's judging. No, I feel terrible about it. <laughs> uh, no. And um, 
So they took Nana into Aldi. Now, Nana loves a shop, and she looks at the same stuff every time I go. Um, even though I absolutely... I turned on the magic tonight. As we were walking down the aisle in Aldi, I just went, do you need um, tinned prunes? And Nana was like, oh, yeah, I do. And I went, <laughs> remember it from last time, I'll go and grab them. You know, yeah. honestly... S on my chest, cape on. <laughs> I was like, let's do this. Anyway, we got to the till. And this is what my rant is going to be about. And I know that there's discussions about it, but Aldi, absolutely, Usain Bolt, you stuff through the, the tills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is ridiculous. Yeah. Now, I get it if you're looking at, you know, a young, strapping man like myself <laughs> at 20 years old, as that girl said. <laughs> And, you know, I've got a bag there. Yeah, I can throw the stuff in, no worries. But when you've got a pensioner and they're going, beep, 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 <laughs> and then they go, 25, how would you like to pay? Catch your car? Cover your heart rate when you're doing those gymnastics. Yeah, I was, yeah. And, you know, they just stood there and you could see how slow they're moving. I just wanted to, you know, say to Alan Aldi, hey, listen here, Alan Aldi. <laughs> Chill yourself out on them tills, son. Yeah. Now, even when the tills are packed, I can understand them going quick. But this guy's till, he put the till close sign on the other side. Nana was at the front and he was pelting the stuff through. At one point, a tin, I can't remember what the tin was. Nana's tin, mixed fruit cocktail, yeah, yeah, classic, classic Nana yeah. stuff, fell on the floor. Alan Aldi didn't try and get it. He <laughs> left it for Nana and her two hip replacements to try and pick it up. Yeah, absolutely. Joke I mean, shops. Aldi as a supermarket is one of your finest, just purely for the middle aisle and the, the world of random things oh, you can get. Because that's the thing with Aldi. The it's random like, things you only <laughs> find in Aldi. Aldi. You go to Aldi for like a loaf of bread, you come out of a hot tub. That's what Aldi. <laughs> yeah. It all offers all sorts of good goodies. It's true. That's a downside. Those tills, it's like. It's a bit of a, a competition, I feel, between the till the till people. It's like, who can skittle through their till the fastest? And you've got, like, you know, Doris, 90-year-old Doris, who's still stood there. I felt like there was an old guy there packing his stuff. You know, on the, on the you're too slow to pack it whilst it's being scanned, <laughs> you know, aisle, where you've yeah. got to, like, be on the other side packing your stuff up, like, and you're too slow. yeah. I saw a guy there, honestly, looked like he'd been there since, like, two. <laughs> I was in there at, like, half four. He was still just packing his bread away. I was like... I that's the thing, look. like, normally you pack in a way where, you know, you, your tins go in the bottom mm. of the bag and then you soft the stuff Frozen the stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what it's else. It's not that with Aldi. You go it's to Asda. Free for all. Yeah, you go to Asda and you go to Tesco and all these places. And the first question they ask is, need any help you packing? Now, I find that question insulting when they ask me, need any help... <laughs> What are you trying to say? <laughs> yeah. You're trying to say, I can't pack myself. Yeah. And yes, I would like that. <laughs> no. But I'm like, no, chill out. I'm all right with my packing. Aldi, not only do they skittle your stuff through, no worries. They don't even offer you help. Yeah. Not even a helping hand. And I tell you the other thing as well is whenever you go to like Sainsbury's, especially on like a Saturday, Sainsbury's, Tesco, Asda, there'll be like a scout group yeah. or a football group. Yeah. And they're helping when you don't need the help because they give you all the time in the world. Get, get them in Aldi. Get these kids packing the bags in Aldi. I'd give that. them a couple of yeah, quid for that. I did that once. I remember when we were raising money for a rugby tour, I went and packed bags at Sainsbury's on a Saturday once, and it was 
Honestly, it was horrible. Yeah. Because I, I genuinely love the fact of like these guys who, you know, this, these family men who uh, and women who put the put the bread in the milk and stuff, and you're just like, can I can I bag it for you? And they're like, yeah, go on then. And then they chuck a quid in. Love it. Yeah. I swear, I remember it was this dead moody guy, and he had a trolley full, and me and me and this guy packed all of their shopping. Me and Charlie packed all of their shopping. And he literally went, nice one, and walked off. <laughs> I mean, he absolutely did us like a kipper there. I mean, he really did do us. He, yeah. he was just like, look us, and I was kind of just like looking at my tub, like, yeah. well, and he was just like, nice one, and just walked off, and I was just looking at him just like, <laughs> you know, he's like one of them films, like, no! Then the next woman there, you know, with a with a tin of tuna, tuna tuna, a tin tuna tuna, and then you just like, and she chucks a diver in. Yeah. No, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Elaine. Keep that five. That <laughs> that idiot should have paid. But yeah. So uh, there, rant over. Rant over. Aldi, chill out. <laughs> yeah, and if you've got some rants, let us know. Let Can't us even know. say chill your beans. They'd launch your beans at you. <laughs> your beans had already been through the till. Honestly. Uh. So anyway, so I got there and obviously it's Monday morning, first day back, and I'm just sort of a bit groggy. And she said, yeah. uh, "So how do you, how are you doing?" I'm like, yeah, "I'm alright." You know, you, you can imagine, not a morning person. She just went, "Are you, are you you're not a morning person, are you?" And I was like, nah, to be honest, I'm just not a first day back at after half term person." <laughs> but it was funny because I did my little uh, rant about certain things in education during the day. And, uh, ranting? Yeah, Never. I know. I don't I know. believe it. <laughs> so I'm sort of making a joke about alliteration, which, you know, I've talked about on the pod before. And um, one of the heads comes at break and he's like, uh, and it was sort of a bit north, a bit further north than this. So he was sort of going, so you're sort of saying about... Uh, <laughs> Here's me and my accents again. There you go. So you're sort of saying about alliteration, but, you know, you do that too, Mr. Peas, in a pod, don't you? And I'm like, yeah, I do. And he goes, so how can you say alliteration if you're doing that with the podcast? You shouldn't be using alliteration. I went, no, no, no. Basically, what I'm saying is, like, teachers love it. That's why we do it. That's why it's ICT with Mr. P and not computing with Mr. P. It was already the computing curriculum, but if it was computing with Mr. P, it wouldn't rhyme and therefore wouldn't be as successful. I said, I'm identifying the issue, making a joke of it. I'm definitely buying into it. And he's like, all right. Anyway, I listened. That was a shat. Is that what he said? <laughs> yeah. Did he? Yeah. What a joker. And I went, cheers, mate. <laughs> like he was joking, he was joking oh something. God. But he probably he probably believed it. I loved it. I was laughing my head off because he was like, because, you know, I call them book looks here. I call them book looks. And I'm going, do you mean book looks? He goes, yeah, book looks, because it's a lot less threatening than a scrutiny. <laughs> and I'm going, yeah, I get that, I get that. And he goes, and then you're saying I shouldn't be doing that, and and, and you're doing your two Mr. P's. And he's like joking with me yeah, sort of yeah. thing. But, yeah, it was funny. Boot Luke, doing a boot Luke. Doing a boot Luke. Yeah, so, um, so that's been my week. And uh... Right, so here's this question. Before you do it, I've got an idea for a jingle. What for the question? Yeah, because I feel like we do we do uh, viewers viewers we do listeners questions 
um, a lot, don't we? So we yeah. need a little jingle. And right. I think I've got it. Um, but on that thought, do we need a jingle <laughs> for when we've got a new jingle? <laughs> so it's like, jingles, jingles, where'd you get those jingles? Where'd you get those eyes? <laughs> Right. Here it is. Here it is. Guys. Got a question for Can I get an answer? That is a work of genius, Adam, if I've ever seen it. Well I'm done. Gonna, I'm not going to lie. I've, I've got a good record on jingles. And at the live show, obviously, people are enjoying the jingles. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> like... Do you know, like, when... You know, like, when... It's always... It's like when, it's Eddie, like when, you, when, you when copy Eddie Murphy off. did Dream Girls and he was tipped for the Oscar, he then released Norbit. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like that. It's like you do an amazing film. And then... Yeah. Yeah, so it's not my fantasy. right. So... Um, howdy, I am one of the many listeners from the other side of the pond, but I am not from Ashburn. I'm a teacher and love the podcast, but that's because I love everything England. I've joined a few UK teacher pages, but I need your help. There are a few teams that, sorry, there are a few terms that keep being discussed that I don't think happen here or might be called something different. So I wondered if you could shed some light. I could Google them, obviously. But as I love your insight into life in the classroom, I'd rather hear from you. Right, so... Is she talking about you individually, insight into the classroom, or...? I think our insight into the classroom. Well, she could say that. Here we go. So, uh, I'll let you define it, and then I'll... You'll redefine it. So, first thing, pupil premium. How do you define pupil Uh, premium? To uh, an American. How would I describe it to an American? Uh, I would say... Um, it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, funding for pupils, isn't it? It's funding for pupils whose parents don't don't earn over a certain amount. A certain amount, yeah. Okay. So it's extra funding to try and sort of bridge the gap, sort of thing, and right? Then, and then if you're explaining that to an American, you go, and there you go, woo! <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, for people whose parents don't earn as much. One deep dive. <laughs> <laughs> when you jump into a really, really deep pool, man. Whoa! Um, I'll be honest with you, I don't know what that means. Uh, it's just another example of alliteration gone mad. Um, <laughs> I heard about a school. Alliteration! Yeah! <laughs> I heard about a school, right? Who had Austin in. Um, but because the Austin inspector had spent too long doing a certain thing, they got one of the coordinators and went like, listen, I should be doing a deep dive, but I'm running out of time, so we're just going to have a shallow shallow paddle. <laughs> <laughs> um, what so, is a deep dive? So basically, Ofsted have now changed their whole approach. So for a number of years, Ofsted have basically just judged school, schools purely on data, the SATs tests that we sit. Now, SATs tests for us are a little bit different to the old SATs, in America. Say goddamn cheese. <laughs> so um, basically these are uh, test children sit at the end of primary school. And for a number of years, schools have narrowed the curriculum massively just to try and get results in these tests. 
Um, and the reason for that is because Ofsted come in and judge your results. So Ofsted have very quickly turned around and said, oh, no, 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 we're going to change it now. It's all about the curriculum. So Ofsted are coming into schools now and not looking as much at data, but they're sort of doing these deep dives into different subjects. So they'll come into school and say, right, we're going to do a deep dive into reading. We're going to do a deep dive into history, geography. And then the poor teacher has to sit there and be grilled for hours about the ins and outs of the curriculum, basically. While the exhausted inspectors have the snorkel. <laughs> yeah, coming in flippers. <laughs> yeah, in a wet in I was going to be Australian. So, good eye, we're going to deep dive into PE today, and we're going to go into Ori after that. Yeah, um, it's a pile of uh, dog dirt in it, really. Well, funnily enough, the next one after that was Ofsted. I think I know this one, but just to be sure, um, how do you describe Ofsted? To an American. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know what they have in kindergarten yeah. or grade, first grade, second grade. Um, but it's would, like, uh, what's I would called? say It's Principal Skinner. And then what's the guy? Skinner. <laughs> yeah, what's he, what's he called? Oh God, um, I'm not. I'm not. I don't. Uh, really the, but but it, yeah, he's no, like he's he's, he's yeah. almost like an. Luke, it's not lieutenant, is it? It's, uh, <laughs> lieutenant Dane. Lieutenant. No. Uh, so Ofsted, I would just say, um, as a former former employee, obviously. Of course, yeah. I do yeah. used to work for Ofsted. Stapling reports, data, data handling. Yeah. New Minesweeper record on the day. <laughs> um, yeah, I've never been so good at solitaire. Uh, so yeah, Ofsted, I would just say the kind of like when you in, if you're in a restaurant and what do they call it when like food people come into a uh, restaurant to see if the kitchen's well, like um, review it. No, uh, no cr- uh, critique. Uh, no, no, not critics. Critics. It is no, like well, similar. Yeah, but you know, no, they co- they're called like some army. When, when you go into a restaurant and it's like, oh, we've had the... Michelin stars? No. I never get that either. <laughs> you know, I think of the Michelin man. It's like, well, he, why is he, you know, going... Why are tyres getting you know, involved in restaurants? Why are tyres getting rolling into restaurants? Uh, no, well, you know what I mean, like... It's an inspection team, isn't it? Yeah, it's basically like the fashion police at E. <laughs> you know, if you um, haven't if you haven't done the right work, it's basically wearing a shocking outfit to the Grammys. <laughs> yeah. It's like... What were they thinking? Yeah. So yeah. So there are the a group of people who inspect schools to make sure that they are uh, doing everything correctly. Inspectors. Inspectors. Food inspectors. That's oh right, like the standards. Yeah. Yeah, standards, standards authority. Yeah, that's the one. But um, basically, if we got rid of Ofsted, nothing would change in our education system. They uh, are not fit for purpose. Uh, they are careful what you say about my ex homies. <laughs> <laughs> they are damaging education. If I made a bit of an O the other week because I, I, I an Ofsted. Yeah, I did an Ofsted because I was doing the training in Devon, and it was the first day, and I sort of started off, and it was a Monday, so you know, not in the best of moods on a Monday morning. And I'm going. So who is to blame for why education is where it is? And I go through everyone: the leadership team, some teachers. I mean, Ofsted. They need to deep dive in a bin. Why do we still put these people on pedestals like the summit special when they come in and make a judgment? Ofsted, it goes, Ofsted raising standards, improving lives. They don't raise standards. They check standards. So it should say, Ofsted, checking standards, ruining lives. Who's sat in the middle? An Ofsted. <laughs> An Ofsted inspector. My so it gets God. to lunch and we're talking and she just went, and by the way, um, I actually do work for Ofsted. Uh, she was a head teacher as well. 
And I was like, oh, my God. And the teacher sat next to us like, yeah, I was trying to, <laughs> trying to give you the hand signal to say, like, stop. And I'd gotten this bigger shot. But I'll tell you the biggest issue for me with Ofsted is, is not with Ofsted, because this is what I keep trying to explain to schools, that when it comes to Ofsted, you have a choice. Now, you can choose to play into the hype. You can choose to base all your decisions around what you think Ofsted will want and therefore you're now taking these deep dive stuff and you're pr- putting more pressure on teachers, creating more workload, doing more observations, more scrutiny, or you can just focus on what's best for your children because most teachers, most schools are already nailing the curriculum anyway and then you just know that when Ofsted come in, you're going to be confident enough to take them on to say, look, what we're doing is working uh, here's what you can see what our pupils are doing. Speak to whoever you want. We know what we're doing is right. Uh, do one, you know. So uh, what my biggest issue is, is with Ofsted is weak SLT teams who do everything for Ofsted. I didn't know you had an issue with Ofsted. <laughs> <laughs> Did you read that? Charlie sent me an article from the Daily Mail. Brilliant this. Um, he, he sent it me and went, this reminds me of you. Um, he loved that shout out, won't he, Charlie? Oh, I love it, yeah. Super head teacher on 100,000 a year posts F Ofsted on Instagram. Really? <laughs> yeah. So I think he'd gone out because his school got um, rated inadequate. Uh, so he sort of went on this massive rant on there. I think I've got us a new character. Oh, so wow. I know one thing that people absolutely love is they love... The Cockney John stories. Cockney they love the Geordie uh, PE teacher, teacher yeah. David. Um, David. So I met I met the new class that I'm going to be working with on on Thursday, and uh, obviously first day back you've got to set set your rules. You know this that old that old saying of um, you know don't smile until Christmas, which oh, I think yeah, is a load yeah. of rubbish. So. Um, I'm in this class and I'm sort of setting my stall out and I'm like, you know, we're going to have some fantastic uh, lessons this year. We're going to be doing some exciting things. Um, We're going to be trying lots of different new apps to really enhance our learning. It's going to be a brilliant year. And then I just heard, don't I? Right. Pardon? So I heard someone (laughs) say something. And in, in a way I was sort of like, oh, here we go. Early little tester. Yeah. You know, like, with the ashes. We so. have a ballsy one, do we? <laughs> yeah. And I thought, right, here we go. I can set my stall out. I can nip it in the bud straight yeah, away. Yeah. And let this class know that you don't cross An early Mr. win. P. Yeah. Like when Monica hires Joey to fire him. Yeah, basically. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, wouldn't it be great to have one of those kids in your Does class? Does anyone have a problem with that? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, wouldn't it be great to have a kid in your class who you could use like that like right I'm just going to give you a fiver what I want you to do is I want you to answer me back and I'm going to go ment- I'm going to go crazy that would be cool and then don't cry because I'm, yeah. I'm setting my stall up but um, the, the downside was I didn't know who said it initially now if you listen to the episode where we talked about what happened at residential where I accused the boy doesn't oh, always yeah. make, you know. I didn't want to make that same mistake, so I was sort of gutted in that. I couldn't really, I couldn't really nail who who it was and sort of set my stall out. So anyway, set them off with this task, and uh, sort of getting on. And then there's this lad who's not really doing it right. No, so uh, not, not 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 get, getting going with the task. So I went, went over to him, right, 
And so, um, a bit of backstory. This kid, uh, I've never really taught him, but I've heard a lot about him. Yeah, yeah, he's... And we... He's a staff room warrior, is he? <laughs> yeah. And we, um, like, where my school is in Manchester, I wouldn't, we wouldn't say it's inner city Manchester. It's right by the Trafford Centre, right? So, we, we did get a real mix, but, I see, I don't think we're that mank. Right, and it's only since I've been travelling and doing inset in schools here, there and everywhere that people think I'm really mank. I reckon on a scale of one to ten... Do you mean like one being... How mancunian we being, are. And then ten being like Liam Gallagher. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I reckon we're about a six, seven, if that. Like, I love being from Manchester, but do you know what I mean? When we go to the other... When we go well, and see the other is, side though. of the family... Yeah, oh yeah. Like, yeah. they're, oh, yeah, they're proper, proper mank, yeah. aren't they? Not that it's... Not we that. say, oh, hi, hi Grandma. Yeah. They're like, yeah, right, Granny. <laughs> yeah, not that it's a bad thing, but... <laughs> Is it? <laughs> you know, so... Uh, I'd, but this this kid, I'm just going to call him Mank Kid because he is the most Mank Kid I've ever met in my life. He's unbelievable. Now, his parents, I don't think his parents are together anymore, but Mum looks like... <laughs> Mum looks like... Um, Rocksteady from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? Beef up and Rocksteady. <laughs> <laughs> she's, uh, she's she's known for for getting involved in stuff, right? Oh yeah. Uh, and Dad looks like he's he's in Kasabian, right? Oh, Proper right. like Surge. <laughs> Not quite Surge, but we'll wear a t-shirt with a with a uh, a scarf. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like he's just. He's just proper man. It's like he's actually quite nice. Like I came, I don't know if I mentioned it when we did the sports day episode. He came and like was helping at sports day. And when we found out he was helping at sports day, we had a little private joke where I was doing the music and I dropped a couple of Kasabian songs in. Thought like, wonder if he'd he'd get the reference that we're talking about. You know, little silly private joke. <laughs> yeah, right. Sounds just... hilarious, man. <laughs> yeah, I wish, I wish I was but in on that. All that happened was he came over and he was like, "Bang it at, <laughs> bang it at, mate, mate. But... You are playing banger after banger." Yeah, yeah. So, um, so anyway, it's just you just got a picture like a mini Liam Gallagher. This kid. Right, so I go over to him, and uh, I just said, uh, "I said, I tell you, I'm gonna have to give him a name. What, what's a mank nickname? Liam, Liam, Leon. I don't think Leon. Yeah, Gallagher. Just Gallagher. Now, yeah, I was gonna go oh. with Tyrone. Nah, Tyrone from nah. Corrie. What about Terry? Oh, ta- I, I did something else. What about Terry? Terry, Terry, Terry. So I went over and I went. Terry, or as I would say, Terence. Yeah, Terence. <laughs> Terence. Um, hey, the name's Terence. I can't. We get, uncle, we've got an uncle called Terence. I've got to tell you his story the other day. No, it's don't funny. Anyway, anyway, so we'll call him. We'll call him Liam. I'll go Liam, and I went, um, Liam. You don't seem to be getting on with your work there. Uh, we we want to get on with this task. We want to get it finished and create some work that we're really proud of. You want to do? You're going to do that, aren't you? You're going to get your fin- work finished, uh, and you're going to be really proud of it. And he just went. Doubt it. <laughs> right? And I went, pardon. And he just went, doubt it. Like, but said it so mank. So mank. And I was just I was just a little bit taken aback by you'd the have audacity. Been a bit you'd have been a bit scared. Of that. <laughs> I wasn't scared. You'd have been like, whoa man, this kid this kid's gonna have me in a minute. No. But he was just and I said, um and then I couldn't process what he was saying to me in a way because I was thinking, he's actually not saying no. But he's just making it out like he's not... De- but he's not saying that. So I couldn't have a proper go at him going, you will not be defiant in my classroom and tell me no. Because he's not said that. He's just gone, yeah. doubt it. In my head, the way you'd react would be like, 
you know, we need to create create memories and create work that will live on forever. <laughs> Doubt it. Yeah. Uh, du- duly noted, Liam. <laughs> du- duly noted, Jolly. Well, I, just, I, I just went, well, we're going to give it our best shot. Let's see how we get on. And I went back and I just sat there and I just thought, he has absolutely trolled me to another level with yeah, what he said there. there yeah. He's absolutely done me. And then I thought, I think this kid's a genius. Like, I think he's, he's obviously not. Well, do you know how some people can be geniuses with that? He's definitely not a genius because halfway through the lesson I said, right, so turn to page 18. And he went, what's 18? <laughs> like, you're in key stage two. 18, the number 18. He went, what's that? And I went, it's one and eight. 18. Turn to page 18. Again, I don't know your, if he was Your positivity it. at the start of the lesson <laughs> seems like it's dwindling a bit now. When you were just like, we're going to do great, guys. Now you're just like, it's one and eight. Yeah. How hard is that? You're yeah. turning more mank. Yeah. It's one and eight, I'm mate. Mank off. Yeah. <laughs> mank off. Mate, it's one and it's eight. Yeah. It's 18. But then, uh, so t- today when I'm, drive- when I'm driving, it just made me think, I think he is the superhero that we all need in our lives. And I just started thinking through all the scenarios where he would pop up and just put his head in and just go, doubt it. You know, like, <laughs> nah. <laughs> you know, like films, like there's so many films where he could just nip <laughs> in and go, doubt it. You know, like um, just any, you could think of any film. What did, what's the one that I thought well, I was before? Thinking, what about like Avengers Endgame when they're like all round going like, <laughs> So we're going to do a, what is it, a quantum realm leap? Like, do you think this is really going to work? Doubt it. <laughs> yeah, just stuff like that. It's like, uh, you know, Braveheart, they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. And he just pops in, doubt it. You know what I mean? Nah, mate, your face mate looks whack. <laughs> doubt it. But then I just thought, do you know what? I reckon he could solve the whole Brexit problem as well. <laughs> like, stick him into Parliament, and when Boris is giving it the big one, we're going to take back some... I can't do a Boris impression. Can you? Uh, I've never really practised. I don't watch the news, though, but it'd just be like... Well, um, I can't. Um, <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah. So where he's going on, like we, we will leave with yeah. a, with a deal. I'm not... I will. I will deliver Brexit when I when I originally said. So then the guy. What's the guy? He's like order, <laughs> order, it's order. Chair, 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 uh, chair, uh, chair, 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 the yeah, leader of the opposition. The House of Commons. Godfather, in it. <laughs> John Burko, in it. Is that what it's called? Oh, I don't know. Order. Order. Oh, shit. I down. love him. He's a great, he'd be a great teacher. Order. So Boris is giving it the big end. We're going to believe him. We're going to get our sovereignty back. Order. Leader of the opposition. <laughs> Doubt it. And then I just imagine him getting married. Um, and do you, Liam? Take who would it be? Shelley to be yeah. your lawful wife. Shazza. <laughs> to to having to hold for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health. Doubt it. And then I found out when I spoke to the teacher that he's also had it with her because she sent him to the other other year te- other year group teacher yeah. to ask what um day they're doing PE. Right, so he came back and he's like Wednesday. So she made all the kids write in the diaries in the reading records. <laughs> Wednesday, 
and then she she spoke to the other teacher <laughs> and went um so are we gonna have our first PE lesson on Wednesday and she went no no it's Tuesday I told him Tuesday. I told him it was Tuesday. Thanks, so again, he's just gone in. <laughs> Tuesday and then gone like... <laughs> but the thing is, are you going to bring your kit in on Tuesday for PE? Doubt it. I just love <laughs> that. Just the best. Uh, can you just go, Liam, go and find out when PE is? Yeah, when's PE? <laughs> uh, it's Tuesday. Yeah, nice one, our kid. So when is it, Liam? Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. And I just think, I honestly think that might become my favourite phrase ever. And I think it could be used for absolutely anything. Yeah. Um, uh, it's going to be, yeah, I reckon it could be. <laughs> yeah, just like the phrase when you, of the when series. When you're desperate for the toilet and you're in the car. <laughs> Trick, you'll make it. Do you think you'll make it when you go? <laughs> just everything oh it was brilliant absolutely brilliant so that was my first day back you can be able to keep your sanity throughout the year doubt it um, right so the pointless things you find in school Okay, the pointless things you find in primary schools. Pointless things teachers do, teachers use, teachers say. And this week we are going with, um, I mean, I don't think it happens as much in schools, but at one time it was an absolute like non-negotiable, you would say, which was when it came to children doing an independent right. We didn't call it that. We called it a big right. Big, big right. right yeah. Big right. Um, which effectively was an independent right. You had to light a candle... And then you had to play Mozart. And it was this thing that if you didn't do that, the children wouldn't do a decent piece of writing. And it's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. I always remember uh, one of my colleagues, one of my, uh, was doing it a few years back. And um, she was trying to light the candle before the kids were writing. And it wouldn't work. And this kid in year three just went, yeah, I missed what you want to use mine. And this kid had a... um, like liar in oh class and it turns out he'd just seen it on the way into school and picked it up yeah so she was like um I'll take that yeah used it and well, then... yeah well thank you <laughs> yeah um, um well it, it does I mean obviously don't really happen nowadays and, and, and I have to say I don't remember the candle that well uh but an absolute classic comes to mind here and it's um so back in when when I first started in year six everyone should know by now the teacher that I work with yeah. and his name is <laughs> Courtney John and obviously in the other class was uh, is he teacher, going up to Newcastle? teacher called Edgy I don't know I don't know teacher called there. Edgy and then obviously Kim who was who's now my wife but at the time wasn't yeah <laughs> so I remember going um, into because it was a weird little layout there was like Edgy and Kim's class at the top, and then it was mine and John's class, just like in the middle of the hall. Yeah. So like, basically, I walked into Kim and Edgy's class, and mm. I must have been looking for some pen or pencil rule whatever. And I walked in to absolute silence whilst they were doing their big right. It always used to be Friday morning. Yeah. And I walked into this. Right. And it was like, it was, it was, to be fair, it was, there was no candles, but it was good vibes and, you know, Edgy's walking around stern 
and Kim's like you know kind of at the time floating around yeah and uh, so I thought oh this is amazing I wonder if if Cockney John's going to be doing this in his class yeah because I actually thought to myself this isn't really a Cockney John thing this and I would be proved right <laughs> because I walked into um, good old Cockney I walked John. into the man the myth the legend Cockney John's class and um, basically opened the door to him kind of moving round the room a bit quicker than <laughs> than than the others to this. Right, and I and I was going. Maybe he's maybe he's just like misheard, like Mozart for Queen. <laughs> I don't know what he's done. And I walked in, and he was like shaking his shoulder, and he was going like, "I just think I'm cold love." And I was just like, "Oh my goodness!" And the kids were toe tapping, but they were all writing. And at one, at one this is no joke. I, was, I worked at the back with the lad I was looking after and I sat there and I heard him go ready Freddy <laughs> crazy little thing of love and I was just like there goes my cockney um, uh, but yeah legendary yeah legendary. I just, it doesn't I don't understand why we did it it was just uh, to be fair though you know the kids the kids love the vibes no, and but, they, had good, I mean, they had good results so from I'm talking about from the queen <laughs> no but this the, was the thing I think what it turned out to be, there's no uh, difference in what music you play as long as it's music that the children like. Yeah. So it's this whole thing, it has to be classic, it has to be Mozart. When actually I think it can that be That drove me insane, that. Whereas if it was something like, even though I used to have this thing there, I don't know if anyone else has got this way, you're like, you're, like, you're thinking of something and you're writing something and then you end up writing what you're thinking about. <laughs> so I'd like, something to me would be like, the deep, dark hall was filled with chicken nuggets. <laughs> like that, do you know what I mean? And I just thought, oh my God, I was just thinking about chicken nuggets. Why, why have I written it down? And I always remember there was one, and I remember it was Miss Allen in fifth, year five. And she said, Adam, oh, I really like this. I really like this short story you've done, apart from this bit. And it said something <laughs> along the lines of like, it was a cold, dark night, Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> and I always remember, she can't, I'm sure she photocopied it. You know, like, you don't know it, like, then. Because yeah. we're older now and we work in schools. She was like, before I rubbed it out, she, just, let me, just let me borrow it for a sec. Oh, it's just reminding me, actually, of something else Mank Kid did the other day. No palm in, in more Mank Kid. More Mank Kid. Call the cops! <laughs> It, um, do you know the classic prank of uh, kick me and you put it on someone's back? Oh, yeah. So he's got, um, and we'll post it on the Facebook group, but he's got uh, a post-it note from somewhere, I think the teacher's desk, and he's wrote kick me, but how do you think he spelt me? <laughs> M-E-Y? <laughs> no. Kick me. No, no, proper ma- M-E-H. Oh, Kick my... my. Kick me. <laughs> So the teacher took a picture and sent it to me. We'll put it on the Facebook group because it's classic man kid. It's classic. Classic man kid. Yeah, so this is something that came to me. This is a thing with working at schools. I mean, a class story comes to you, like happens to you daily. It's the ones that you kind of, something else happens. Something else happens and it kind of just brings it up. And something happened the other day where... 
basically a lot of a lot of uh, blue tack had gone missing, and it and it reminded me of my first year at my old school, and I was in Cockney John's class. Yeah, and uh, I basically got approached by the behaviour uh, manager, and they said, uh, "Adam, is there any chance you can have a word with?" Um, let me think of a name, Martin. Right. Uh, can you please have a word with Martin? And I said, "Yeah, what's up?" Now, Martin was your textbook wrong choice maker. <laughs> I mean, he was—he he had the right choice in front of him. And a not as bad choice, he'd reject both <laughs> and just take the wrong choice. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I basically got told to speak to him because it had been found out that he'd been taking blue tack off all displays right. and and posters on doors, fire posters, all of this kind of stuff, and eating the blue tack. So <laughs> I, I was told this, and I was going, "You joke, eating the." Pl- Martin's been eating the blue tack. Blue tack, Martin. And the behaviour manager said, yeah, but it's an awful lot, and we're starting to get a little bit concerned now. And um, so anyway, I say to uh, I say to Cockney John, I said, listen, mate, I've got to, got to borrow... Uh, I've got to borrow Martin and have a little chat with him. I don't know if you know this, uh, but he's been eating blue tack. Now... <laughs> You, you say that to someone like Cockney John, you're expecting nothing but the reaction that he gave me. <laughs> you what? <laughs> you're telling me he's eating the blue tack? <laughs> yeah, mate, yeah, yeah. So that explains why all my posters are falling down. <laughs> right, okay, okay. So anyway, I take I take this Martin to the back of the class and it's, it's, it's at break time. And I thought Cockney John had left. I thought he wasn't in the classroom yeah. anymore. Lo and behold, he was. But he was just kind of, um, you know, waiting. So anyway, it was kind of like I had to figure figure a way to get this kid to concentrate on what he was doing and why it was bad for him. So the only thing I could think of when you think of Blue Tack, the only thing I could think of was the famous 90s pop tune that was Eiffel 65, blue, dabba dee, dabba die, right? Right. So I basically got the video up on YouTube and shown this Martin the video. And I said to him, and now if you remember the video, it was these guys in weird, weird tracksuits, wasn't it? Yeah. Dancing around, and then there was these little blue people. I told this kid that this is what happens to you if you... If you eat blue tack, so he was he was involved now. I'd got him, and I was making it out to him. I was saying it's not good. It's not good. It's bad for your health. And then because because I'd listened to the song, I said to him, "Is that going to be you? Are you going to live in a blue house with a blue window? Are you going to have a girlfriend?" I was like, "Is she going to be blue?" Right, right. And she is so blue. And she is so blue. And then I was just like, "Well." And he was like this, he was like, no, I won't do it again, I don't want to turn blue. And I was like, no, you don't want to turn blue, you're making me feel blue. Yeah? Like that? So I went, right, Martin, go out, go out. So anyway, Martin trots off, and I'm sat there, and I'm kind of reflect. you know when you just sometimes sit there, and you're just kind of like, oh. Out from the side of the classroom, like in the little kind of little area in the side, was just this. I'm blue, dabba dee, dabba die. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, please tell me you didn't hear that. He was like, 
oh, bruv. He went, I could not help it. He went, I had to cover my mouth. I had to cover it. And then uh, the, the worst bit about it was, uh, Cockney John ended up having to speak to him again because he said to Cockney John, he, he went up to him and then he was, Cockney John was like, Martin, what are you chewing? And he went, sweets. And he went, I don't allow sweets in my class. Spit it out. Right? And he put his hand in front of Martin's mouth and he went, spit it out. And Martin was just like, Martin was just like, just spat this dollop of blue tack on John's hand. And John was like, that is by far one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen in my 31 years on this earth, bruv. You know what I mean? Honestly, it was, it was horrific. So, yeah. If you have you want a blue blue house and a blue window? You want a blue house, blue window? You want a girlfriend? Angie is a little... Yeah, so... It, it, um, but that, that's that's what I think it's so funny about, like, when when you're in... Because there was a point, I remember there was a point with Cockney John where... And it, it, it was funny because I met him the other day for the first time in a while and we were talking about our first class and that's what kind of helped bring that all of that back up. There was a girl who used to call Cockney John on his, on his stuff, basically. And she was sat there, proper sass for days, this girl. Like pupil? Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Yeah, this pupil. And uh, Cockney John was like... You know, this kid had done something at playtime, basically pushed another kid over. So when he comes in, he goes, oh, you think you're big, man, do you? Throwing your weight about. And he's just like, da-da-da-da-da, going mad at him. And then he started going like... And then, you know, he's like cantonized. And then the seagulls, you know, for the tour. And he was going on and on. And then he literally was going... He was looking at me, and I was thinking, he has lost, he has lost his train here. And then this girl just put her hand up, and he went, what? And then she went, you forgot what you're mad about, haven't you? And he went... Yeah, yeah, I have, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, legendary scenes. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. She is so blow. We are absolutely buzzing to be sponsored this week by PE Passport, which is your complete PE planning, tracking and assessment tool. There are over 200 different units of work with lessons containing instructional diagrams and videos to help teachers. We've been using this for a number of years in our school. It's absolutely brilliant. You're just about to start in your school as yeah, well, we aren't are, you? Yeah. It has all sorts of reporting and an analysis tool to help you get a complete overview of PE and sport in your school, events and competitions, calendar, extracurricular club tracking and registers, full subject leader toolbox containing essential documents such as skills and knowledge progression, your whole intent implementation, impact statement. It's just all there for you. And if you go to pepassport.co.uk, you can get a free trial. And if you quote Mr. P, you will also get a 10% discount. Honestly, it's absolutely brilliant. Well worth looking at. Even if you're not a PE coordinator and you don't feel as confident teaching PE, this is just your the best tool that you can use to help you make the most of that subject. So head over to primarypepassport.co.uk. That's primarypepassport.co.uk today. The first story, I'm going to I'm going to have to bring in a bit of a warning here. So we have had a couple of teachers get in touch saying that they do um, listen to the podcast with their kids and therefore we do try and um, keep the content, you know, we don't sort of swear we say it's a 12a don't we 
Yeah, I'd say it was a 12A. But this next story is what well are you worth saying? the share. You're going 15 or 18? I, I, it's not like this language, it's more the, the content might not be primary age. Because it's from a secondary school teacher. Okay, so 50. so I'm just I'm just warning you basically. If you want to sort of pause it here or fast forward it for the next minute or so, or do the la 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 la. <laughs> yeah, aim off it right here we go. Because it starts like this. I'm not even sure you'll be able to read this out. Ooh, tasty monkey with the eyes over the face. My spidey senses. So this tell is why it stood up. Stood up. Things so, are gonna get tasty. This happened a few years ago. I was in my training year, and it was about July, so I was no longer being monitored. Responsibility for an entire class. I'd trained for this. What could possibly go wrong? It was when the Euros were on, and there was an England game midway, midway through the day, and naturally all the kids wanted to watch it, but we'd been told that we weren't allowed, so I'm trying to teach Year 8 some poetry instead. So Year 8, we're talking, what, 13? 12, 13, no. Year 8, 13, 13, 13 yeah. right. Anyway, no, so naturally, I had the score refreshing to keep them updated. Anyway, there's this kid who often made the wrong decisions. Oh, yeah. We made the wrong choices. Uh, I keep seeing him looking down in his lap, which if you remember from being at school yourself, generally means you're on, you're on your phone. I was convinced that he was trying to stream the game. So when he put his hand up to go to the toilet, I really thought I'd got him. I said no a few times and he started to beg and thinking that his phone was in his lap I said alright then but stand up without moving your hands convinced that the phone would fall to the floor and that I would seem the ultimate detective I should add here that there had been a sports event that morning and the students were all in the PE kit what I did not expect was for him to go beetroot red and stand up to reveal not a phone falling to the floor but quite an obvious erection. So obvious that the rest of the class started pointing and chanting, Boner! Boner! (laughs) I've never felt so embarrassed. God knows how he felt. I am a terrible person. Sure, you don't want to work in secondary. Anyway, even if you can't use it, I hope this gives you a bit of a laugh. My old head teacher, and God bless her, I always, always... Got on with her and she did an awful lot for me, uh, work-wise and obviously, you know, with everything with Kim and and stuff. And um, but basically, she 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 got a mouth fitted with uh, like a full-on. Now she's like in her fifties. She got she got a mouth fitted with full-on braces. Right. But like it was like it was a mouth full of metal. Yeah. It was a metal mouth. Right. <laughs> right. But that that meant that her her speech was affected she couldn't really you couldn't quite understand her at times like with stuff that she was saying and she's not she wasn't always the most confident public speaker yeah uh, you know so anyway <clears throat> we're in this uh, inset date we're in this meeting we're all sat around on these tables and this woman was coming in doing this stuff about reading um so obviously i was hooked <laughs> and um so she's there and she's talking about what emotions we want from the children when they're reading, you know, things like excitement and and how would they feel? What would they what would they have? And it would be like joy and da 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 and she was like, What else would you say? So my head teacher, my old head teacher put a hand up and went oh, like that, right? <laughs> this is deadly serious. And everyone, you could just feel the room 
You're just like, you know, like the, the, the kind of hand goes to the face, like, and then and then the the worst bit about it was the woman who was doing the training was just like, sorry, I didn't catch that, and she went, bow, right, and literally <laughs> we were all just like, and then and then and I, and I swear you can ask anyone about this. The woman then went. Say again. <laughs> so then she went kind of like bow and like the woman was just kind of like you know she was like looking around going like help I can't I can't quite grasp it I can't quite get it and then like the deputy head was just like uh, she said uh, buzz right <laughs> in which the woman replied no <laughs> she, that's not really what we're looking for right you can imagine the staff just like this like this <laughs> and I always remember saying to someone after the meeting I was just kind of just like oh and I, I, we got on it, the topic changed and we got on yeah. and I just went um Oh, what's the what's that what's that <laughs> toy's name in Toy Story? I was like, it's not Woody. It's um, and I just went bow. <laughs> but yeah, classic. Oh. But no, God bless. So She's... if if you're listening to this, thinking I've got an inset story for you, share it with us. Either on the podcast group on Facebook or go to the website to mrpspodcast.com. Share it there. Teacher confessions, man, I'm thrilled and I don't know what to do. I guess I gotta tell Mr. P's my confession. If I'm gonna tell it, then I gotta tell it out. Damn near cried when I sent that email. I'm so thrilled, I don't know what to do to tell Mr. P's my confession. Right, okay, so there we go. I actually have to say I, that that's a cracker. I mean, to bounce back from the question jingle to that jingle is, you know, that's a huge, that's a huge bounce back. That's like the McConaissance. That's like going from failure to launch with Matthew McConaughey to the Dallas Buyers Club. That's Oscar worthy, that <laughs> confession. Right, so here we go. Short and sweet, this one. Um, hi, guys. Absolutely love the podcast. It makes my commute to work all the more burial. Let me start that again. Hi, guys. Love the podcast. It makes my commute to work all the more bearable. My confession is that I got caught coming out of a stock cupboard with my assistant head. Her lipstick was smudged and it was clear we'd been up to no good. It was pretty bad as she was the assistant head and married and I was an NQT. We were both severely warned about our future conduct and she was no longer my NQT mentor. Oh, I love that. Tasty! That, that is, is what the juicy, confessions are all about. Some juicy confessions there. And it's the thing, it's completely anonymous. You can share with us anything that you've done or anything that you've seen happen in school. Any, absolutely anything. My only worry there is that better have been after school or before school. I'm hoping, that, I'm hoping, that's, not, Actually, yeah. I'm hoping that's not little little Johnny coming in. You know, can I get a drink, miss? To dinner lady. Yeah, no worries. You go for a drink, Johnny. Coming in and seeing two teachers coming out. My God. Uh, right, well, we're going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I do think it is uh, after school. You don't know that. I don't know. It doesn't say. I'm, I'm trying to defend them. It's but... anonymous. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, so... Yours. A tweet went out. What's the weirdest date you've been on? 
Uh, and then someone replied, when I was a wee emo, this guy asked me out. I didn't hear from him on one, one day till he texted me saying sorry and that his bat had died. So I got him a condolence card and presented, uh, and a, a, sorry, condolence card and present and took it to the date. Like, I'm so sorry about your pet bat. And he was like, nah, I meant my phone battery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what no. know when you really make a terrible shout and you don't know what you're talking about everyone remembers what i know right oh what on O is back i've got a brilliant listener story but i'm gonna let adam start off first off you go adam yeah so my O is going back a bit and it was when a new um a new child had started and his name was Davish, right? Right. And um, obviously older now, so, you know, he's he, hopefully he's doing well with himself. Uh, when he first came, he struggled to adapt. <clears throat> he ended up getting into a, a scrap with a, a, a kid called Jay, right? right? So basically, cut a long story short, at lunchtime, there was a fight between Jay and this Davish. Now, the head teacher comes down and uh, this kind of like it's hysteria and it's kind of boiled over outside and you know the kind of the go-to kid about like right what happened oh tell, yeah tell yeah. me the truth you're insider yeah you're absolute Truman show <laughs> you know what I mean good, good morning good afternoon good evening and good night it's like yeah go, I love talk, that kid talk to me son because it's like it doesn't because there's some kids who want to tell tales well, in fact, I'm going to introduce another kid who's like that, who's doesn't quite, doesn't quite get the etiquette, but then there's always one who, when you need the inside... Oh, the inside scoop. <laughs> you, you kind of think to yourself, don't you, like, you're going to work at E on the red carpet, because you, <laughs> yeah. you just tell TMZ it as it is, yeah. Uh, so basically, head comes up, not sure, now this is the head that I spoke about, and like I always say, <laughs> nothing but respect. Um... Genuinely adore her. Um, but yeah, so she comes down, doesn't quite know what's happened, sees that there's a bit of like, you know, there's been a bit of a mess going on in the in the in the cafeteria. Fire doors are open. She goes to the Truman show and says Gimme load. You know, what's gone on? <laughs> what's going on here? And he's gone. So basically, uh, Jay took Davish outside. And was like swinging the fish around, and then he threw the fish to the floor. Right, so the head went over. <laughs> this is serious. Head went over to Jay. You cannot take food outside. Right. Jay had no idea what she was on about. She thought that he took da fish outside. Right. <laughs> Truman Show was just so confused because Davish was stood there getting no heat at all and fish wasn't even on the menu it wasn't even fish fingers day I mean if that's not one of your finest I don't uh, know what is that's brilliant alright uh, so I think I've got one that, that can match it right and you've just got to imagine um, once, once you realise what's happened there the panic that must set in. Right, hello, I've got a brilliant... 
oops story bit of an over there but um to tell you about my friend who's a year one teacher she's a huge fan of the podcast so i know she'll be listening and cringing if you this read it this is a out. good idea isn't it yeah yeah getting people who listen to the pod and <laughs> then posting something about i hope that year five teacher the hands of year five teacher doesn't listen <laughs> like, oh, I, I don't know if that's me <laughs> yeah so last year my friend's year one class sang a song they'd written themselves for world poetry day Brilliant, love it. They were incredibly academic and well-behaved. However, slightly lacked any creative and entertaining side. She recorded as usual, and that was that. As the video was going to be going on Facebook, one of the children needed their faces covered with an emoji. <clears throat> to do this, <clears throat> the teacher used the Clips app during break as uh, he and a TA watched the clip back as it loaded. Everything was going fine. Um, and the teacher was also social media coordinator. She went home that evening and uploaded it to Facebook. Some moments passed as the video was uploading, but it wasn't long before the ping alerted that it was completed. The video automatically played as she was busy marking everywhere, uh, elsewhere in the room. But the sweet tones of five-year-olds singing was interrupted by a voiceover conversation which had taken place during the re-recording in Clips, right? So look, I'll step out here for a second. Oh. So Apple Clips, an amazing app, by the way, uh, quickly becoming one of my favourite apps to use in the classroom. And if you go to mrpict.com, loads of video tutorials. But basically what it allows you to do is record over the top of a video, and you can add um, sort of emojis, you can add little titles, but if you do record over the top, it will pick up your voice, so you've got to make sure you mute it. Right, okay. So what they've done is they've pressed record, and they've started having a conversation um, without realising that it's picking up the voices. Oh, so yeah. little did this teacher know that when you use clips, all new audio is recorded while re-recording is processing. Both the teacher and a TA named children and made remarks about them. For example, oh, you know, Alice is ruining this video. Uh, just can't be... Uh, don't know why... Uh, why don't we just crop them out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, the mortified teacher sprung into action to delete the video but it was too late angry parents took to facebook to express their anger the teacher was left fearing for the, for her job and had to ring the head teacher um you can imagine can't you like can imagine you're going like have you seen because <laughs> if it was me <laughs> I'd be, going, I'd be going full in like sometimes when you're on your own with your TA or you're with another teacher you oh, just yeah, have a right time, <laughs> yeah um, so she was left fearing for a job the head teacher however had no idea how Facebook worked and so couldn't sort it until the morning as morning came the teacher was instructed that she must go on the yard to collect her class because the longer she left it the worse it would be and this is a very important story in the importance of building a strong parent uh, rapport. Parents had forgotten their anger, and although uh, although that were a little disappointed, they saw. Sorry. So I got put into uh, reception recently just to cover an <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> yes. You think, yeah, you think really knowledge level. <laughs> Back to school. Stop looking at me, Swan. Right. So, so things have been going pretty well at school. Got put in reception. Yeah. I totally aced reception, man. Yeah. No, so, like, I, uh, I was asked to cover. <laughs> I was asked to cover in reception, right? Yeah. And I'd not been in there for years 
And it's just like obviously a different world. I'm largely based in Key Stage 2. Used to be based in Upper Key Stage 2. But I was laughing because when I first went into like EYFS, it I remember that I walked in and the teacher was like, okay, so you're going to do uh, continuous supervision. And I was like, okay, and continuous supervision will be what? And she was just like, so just go around, make sure the kids are clearing up and da 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 And I said, right, well, what are they doing over there? And one of them was like, painting. I went, right, what are they doing? Uh, they're just doing arts and crafts, right? What are they doing? They're making boats. I went, right, okay. So we go over to this table. And I said, what are you, what are you, what are you drawing, guys? You know, dead enthusiastic. What are you drawing, guys? <laughs> and they were going, superhero masks. And I went, oh, amazing. Let me, let me get involved. So I sat on one of the chairs. Big mistake. I mean, them chairs are a, you know, not only do you, I can't do it, not only do you ruin both cruciates, <laughs> you, you ruin your tailbone as well. So I, so I sat down and one of them was like, can you do a Spider-Man? I went, can I? <laughs> Quickly typed in Spider Man on my mobber just to make sure I got the eyes right. And then uh, so I give this kid the Spider Man mask, right? He goes, There you go, lad. And he goes, Ah, oh, thanks, right? I said, Right, I'm gonna head. You know, good to talk to you, boys. See you later. Went over and was helping this girl with the painting. Turned round and the kid's got the mask on his face. I said, Hey, Luke, why have you done that? I glued it. <laughs> Oh, and you are. He blew Christic to the whole mask and stuck it into his face. I thought, oh my god, I'm definitely gonna get in trouble for this. So then, so then especially I'm, if it's proper Christic so, as well, that's the good stuff. You, know, you can't do that. You can't do that. Anyway, he was fine. Peeling it up. And then, the and then this other kid goes. This other kid goes. Can you draw Iron Man? And I thought, I'm I'm done with superhero masks. <laughs> but you know, when they ask you, you're a bit like, right, right. So. Drew, Iron Man, right? Yeah. And I said to him, under no circumstances do you glue this to your face, <laughs> right? Walked off. Kind of shown them how to, like, you know, there's a bit of, um, what do you call it? A bit of, you know, it's not st- oh, string. <laughs> bit of string. And um, so I come back and the kid has sellotaped it to his face. No string involved. No strings to hold me down. He sellotaped it to his hair. I said, "Oh, this gonna hurt, buddy. This gonna hurt." Um, but yeah, and I, I have to say, Iron Man. massive, massive, massive. What's it called? Uh, what's the thingy? Uh, in Iron Man, the the butler Jarvis. <laughs> Thanks, Jarvis. We got a problem. Yeah. Jarvis has ripped out my sideburns. Um, no, but I have to say, major respect to the EYFS and anyone who works like uh, that. Right. Because it's just brilliant. Yeah. I mean, one thing I'll say about EYFS teachers, and I say it all the time, like, I feel sorry for EYFS teachers purely because the 99.9% of staff meetings that they have to attend has absolutely nothing to do with EYFS. So if you're an EYFS teacher listening to this my heart goes out to you because you have to just waste so much time sitting through staff meetings that have no relevance to EYFS at all so big shout out to those EYFS teachers pulling glue off kids faces day day in day out unappreciated to tell you so describe your first week back as a movie title well mine's probably going to be drive because that's all the things we've done this week. Yeah. Just drive. <laughs> um, I, you know, it's... 
There's a couple. I'd, I'd say like Transformers would be one because I like, <laughs> Transformers because I like, it, it would be been doing. Like, when I'm in the car on the way to work, coming back after so long off, I'm like absolutely like distraught listening to the saddest you know like I'm sure the other day I had this Tony Braxton end. I had Tony Braxton unbreak my heart on in the car and it was like say you love me again and I was honestly close to tears in the car then when I got out and saw like the staff it was just like I am Optimus Prime hi guys so good to be back <laughs> Decepticons <laughs> Transform yeah. into and then, Teacher mode uh, or, Activate or, teacher or, mode yeah. Activate <laughs> Or it'd be a, Or I'd go for the classic uh, Catch me if you can Like Walking Walking into the hall And seeing someone about to give you a piece of paper And just going like <laughs> Frank Gavin nail I work at Pan Am Airways <laughs> Trying to fly up in a pilot outfit <laughs> Uh, uh, Mr. P, <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know Mr. P with a moustache yeah. on. <laughs> so you don't get bothered. Yeah. Um, uh, but the, you could have so uh, many, couldn't you? Yeah, I don't know. Dirty rotten scoundrels. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there's a film, but like, I've, I've, I, my eyes have been so sore this week. Like, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I mentioned this on the, the pod before, but like, I suffer terribly with eczema. I've had eczema for forever and in the past few years it's been really bad and I'm on this new eczema medication which is an injection every couple of weeks uh, and it's really clearing up my skin but one of the side effects is that I get really sore sort of gritty eyes All right. so yesterday when I was in school so your tiny was... manhood was like that before you, you started using the, you started using the stop it no shut up Right, so... Uh, new season, same <laughs> legend. <laughs> so, um, my eyes were really bad. <laughs> my eyes were really bad Sorry. You shouldn't laugh at your own material, but that was a bloody good one, I tell you. Oh, sorry, go on. Go on, you no, sore eyes. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think of, like, what's one with eyes in the eyes wide shut, maybe. Because, <laughs> honestly, I, my eyes were so sore... And, the hills um, have eyes. <laughs> Mickey blue eyes. <laughs> so, I'm, so I'm going into school, and and my eyes. But the, do you know what the most annoying thing is? And I know people are really try, just trying to be nice, but everyone that I saw, no one asked me about how my summer was. Everyone was just like, "Your eyes all right? Yeah. Your eyes okay?" Even the kids, like. Peavy been crying. You do, like, look, you do look permanently upset. <laughs> I have looked permanently upset or high. <laughs> <laughs> I, went, I went, was gonna do a conference, <laughs> then I got out. Should come out to that. Yeah. <laughs> I went, I went out the other week or last weekend it was to, uh, to in Ermston with with Cosa and Lola, and uh, I got stopped by a bouncer in, in to going into. He's like. You're not coming in, mate. I went, what do you mean? He goes, what have you been smoking? I went, I went no, excuse me, Squire. I'm actually on some medication for my eczema. It's an injection and I'm, I'm, it's a side effect. And he just looked at me and went, all right, go on. So what you're saying is you've been injecting stuff as well, mate. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, yeah. And the thing was, like, we've got loads of new staff as well. This is the biggest turnover of staff 
for many a year. Here's a question. So I was meeting do, everyone do for the first time, looking like I was crying my eyes out, just going, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just so happy to be yeah. back. When you meet new staff, obviously like NQTs or, or experience, do they know you before you meet them? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it can be a little bit awkward. But, I mean, it's funny because, like, everyone who's been at my school for years... I bet you're such an absolute cringe muppet. How would I be a cringe muppet? You'd just be there... I don't don't really know what a cringe muppet is. I was laughing, you know, do you know when something comes out of your mouth that you don't mean to say? I always think about my old teacher, Mr. Moncarius, right? Again, I I apologise if I've said this before because sometimes we lose track of what we've said. But I was in French, right, in year eight, and I was terrible at French, still yeah. am. And uh, all I could say was, I have two brothers, no sisters. And he was talking about how important this lesson was. I think it was to do with verbs or nouns or something. Yeah. But I wasn't listening at all. And he went, Parkinson, what's the answer to that one? And I went, uh, je devrais je ne pas de sir. And he asked me, what do I like to do at the weekend? Right. And I said, I have two brothers, no sisters. <laughs> and he went, Parkinson! And it, he was so angry, he looked like he's about to blow, and he went, you monkey clown! <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone was, you know, for the weeks after, everyone was like, yeah, fuck you, you monkey clown. <laughs> but he was just aching to call me all the names under the sun, the first yeah. two things, like, you monkey clown! <laughs> Um, my mum's story, not uh, not mine. Reception class nativity, because obviously it's that time of year. Um, teachers up and down the country are going to be planning it. Obviously now there's a big uh, there's an article about some MPs stopping the general election because it might clash with nativities, which is pretty funny. <laughs> um, so mum says to her class, they need lots of animals so they can uh, so they can choose what they want to be. One boy says, "I want to be a leopard." And my mum tried to convince him to be something more traditional, you know, with a, are you sure you don't want to be a sheep, Billy, or a goat, or a donkey? But no, little Billy is adamant that he wants to be a leopard. Now, there weren't any leopardish sort of outfits in the dressing up box, but mum was a dab hand with the sewing machine, so she decided to make little Billy a really good costume, thinking if the boy wants to be a leopard, then who am I to stop him? Love that. Anyway, the day of the dress uh, of the dress rehearsal comes around, and mum gets out Billy's costume, proudly showing him his spots and his ears and his tail, but he bursts into tears and says, I don't want to be a leopard, I want to be a leopard. And it took her and a TA a while to work out that L- little Billy didn't want to be an animal at all. He just couldn't say the shh sound. He actually wanted to be a shepherd. <laughs> oh my goodness! So lucky tea towels in schools aren't hard to come by. And what's one extra shepherd in a nativity that was prepared for a leopard? <laughs> oh, I bet he was one of them shepherds that had all of the kids' faces drawn on them from 1997. Do you know what I mean? That that's might that's a random little, thing, isn't it? A little red the tea towels. Yeah, the, the tea, tea towels. Um, but that made me laugh a lot. Can you add, like, poor lad, like, obviously hasn't d- developed the speech yet enough but he's like leopard and the teacher bless her heart's in the right place there going like well listen who am I to say if he wants to be a leopard if he wants to express himself yeah then uh, I'll go above and beyond makes the costume and he's like I don't want to be a leopard I want to be a leopard <laughs> 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 
That's oh, too good. That is absolute gold. So too whoever good. shared that one, fa- thank you, because that gave me a real giggle, and hopefully everyone listening will enjoy as well. Right. <laughs> Here he is. Here he is. You just got a him walk. It all started with mom. She's always had a way of making everyday moments feel like an adventure. So this Mother's Day, Kate Spade New York is here to help you thank mom and all the mother figures in your life. From our newest arrivals like springy dragonfly adorned handbags and jewelry to gifts under $100 to the best sellers on mom's most wanted list, there's something for everyone. Maybe you can even treat yourself too. Shop the Mother's Day gift guide at katespade.com. Like Bez into school. Um, Liam Kilmick, yeah. <laughs> so, so um, obviously we had the in, uh, World Athletic Championships in Doha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Dean Rasher-Smith won yeah. gold in the 200. So the teacher uh, decided to do a bit of a... Uh, sort of a bit of a chat about it, show the children yeah. winning the race. Yeah, that, just yeah. sort of celebrating the fact that she's done so well. And so she's going on about the achievements of what she's done and she's got gold in the 200 metres and blah, blah, blah. And Mankid sat next to the TA and Mankid's just turned around and just goes like, I'd smash her in a race. And I'll beat her. Definitely, I'm fast. And this is the thing, though. I've never seen the kid run. The kid doesn't run anywhere. He just bowls, bowls everywhere. Yeah. Just proper bowl. Um, so here's another one, right? So him and his mates keep hanging around the toilets and cloakroom at lunch or break and always getting told off. They're swapping some cards or something like that. So, again, the TA walks past. And could see him hiding in the coats. So knew it was him, sent him outside, um, and then goes to the toilet, this TA, comes out of the toilet, and he's walking back in. So he's like, what are you doing? I've asked you to go outside. And he went, nah, nah, uh, I'm going to the toilet. And, he go, and so he's thinking, nah, you're trying to, and he goes, well, have you asked, have you asked permission? Have you asked someone, <laughs> have you asked someone if you can go to the toilet? And he went, yeah, yeah. He went, who did you ask? It was like, James. <laughs> James is just another kid in the class. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my so, God. <laughs> have, you asked, have you asked someone if you could go to the toilet? Yeah. Who? <laughs> James. <laughs> but the best, the best, right, was uh, they were in the hall. I think this was when they were doing the um, harvest. And he sat with a few of these other kids, and one of the kids start crying. So um, they sort of the other kids, <laughs> the other kids sort of like grass him up. Yeah, and it's like oh, it's it's man kid, he's done it. <laughs> right? Love him to actually say that. <laughs> and this yeah, is the thing, man kid. Man kid is renowned because as much as he's you know can 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 be a bit of a make the wrong choices, he's normally always the one to own up he's always yeah, like yeah honest, sorry yeah, yeah. sorry <laughs> sorry right but this I don't know what got into him on this day so as these other three kids have sort of grasped him up he's gone like nah nah <laughs> he's gone want me they're just being proper salty with me right <laughs> and then as as the teacher goes right come over here <laughs> he, he looks at the three of them gives him the old Gary Lineker to Gaza right yeah yeah you know the the Watching you, meet the parents, watching you, does it to those three, and then 
punk is this? <laughs> As he's walking to the teacher, though, so he's like, nah, they're being proper salty with me. And then the teacher's like, come here. Just just got a picture of here, just the little, uh, you know, the fingers eyes, pointing at the eyes yeah, as if yeah. to say, I'm watching you. And then punch. And then absolutely <laughs> and he, and he falls like... over. <laughs> Call the cops. He's oh, amazing, amazing. So, yeah. So, right, I don't know where to start with this one. So, the class teacher was was basically, you won't believe. I'll just read, I'll just read the, the sort of messages I got yesterday. Right. Um, <laughs> and I, might, I might give you a bit of a clue here with, with a bit of a soundtrack to sort of... Uh... No, it's not that. Oh, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is it? Yeah, there we go. Can you work it out, please? Mastermind. It's gay. Right, so... Me, Mastermind. (laughs) Sharon? What I know that was, by the way. Um, So, Mank Kid, alongside Penfold and another child, have been apparently planning to escape the school. Oh, (laughs) my God. So, they've drawn a map... (laughs) (laughs) and they found a key that apparently uh, opens the padlock in the playground to get out so first two back first two days back in school they've been scheming and plotting to escape the school right the funniest thing though so the teacher was telling them off how dangerous it is and how unsafe it was and then the teacher's like right go and get me this key that you found honestly the key that's the key (laughs) <laughs> like a little like suitcase key no like, like a little you know like when you uh, like Lily's got a couple of diaries like a key in a cracker <laughs> like yeah, that's where they've got it from isn't it key in the cracker what I'll do is I'll post a picture on the Facebook group but you could just imagine him and apparently it all got unfolded because another kid grasped them up and like they lost the the minds with it they were like no way you know proper lost like the plan was going to actually work and they were going to escape but that just made me laugh so much the fact that within two days like nah I'm not having this we've got to bust out this joint done mate (laughs) prison break if they did the plan and and my kids looking at it mate I love it when a banging plan comes together. (laughs) So what I'll do is I'll get, when I'm in school tomorrow, I'll get a picture of the map and I'll get a picture of the key and I'll stick it on the Facebook group because that didn't have to come here. The mastermind. You were only, yeah, yeah, you're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. (laughs) Mate, you're only supposed to get a tiny little key in a lock, mate. Honestly, when you see, it's like this plastic little key. I'm sure it's one that you, like, if someone's brought a little da- notepad yeah, diary you and you can yeah, lock yeah. it. Here's um, it, 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 another one little for you, right? This was, this was told for me from someone from my old school. They've got a kid in the class, right, who before Christmas had had serious trouble with uh, a bit of a potty mouth. Yeah. Really bad language, uh, always swearing. And basically, he was always swearing at the girl on his table. I think the girl on his table is like a little bit of a, you know, like a, a bit of a goody two shoes and who, who grasses a lot and stuff like that. And he's obviously just, he, he, he throws F bombs out, he does all this. So the teacher and the TA had a sit down with this kid, right? And yeah. was just kind of like, listen, you need to, you need to, 
cut the swearing out, it really isn't good, and da 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 da. And the kid was just kind of like, right, right, yeah, yeah, I'll, treat, I'll do my best, I'll try, new year, new me, all that stuff. They said they were sat there, and then the girl started kind of like, miss, he's not doing his work, whatever. And then the, the TA said she just had a look at him, and he was just like, you could see he was just like, <laughs> he was like struggling, he was kind of like, like, like he was like Harry in, in, uh, in Home Alone, like, <laughs> right? and then he just started winding his finger up, the middle and finger. flipped to the bird, <laughs> in the middle the of the Slow class. wind. But he did the slow wind, like, he was that angry, he just did a dead slow annoyed wind. Like it wasn't foiled. Like it needed a bit of flip to the bird. Uh, wait, wait, good job on the nose wearing, pal. <laughs> The effort, not like an instinctive, like, oh, do one. Oh, yeah. It's like, and then, <laughs> just grinding. For extra effect, yeah. you don't know what's coming. <laughs> oh, it's coming. Oh, oh brilliant. Okay, oh, no, uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay, oh, two Mr. No. P's in a podcast. I'm here with the glorious Nana Maureen, oh, and uh, it's time for Nana's, what was it? Opinion. Nana's opinion. <laughs> and uh, we're going for a question because it was on ITV tonight, uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Uh, Nana, do you think <laughs> that Jeremy Clarkson is the right host for Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? No. <laughs> a load of shite. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, can you elaborate on that, please? It's arrogant. <laughs> and he should never be on <laughs> television. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have you got anything else to add? Yeah. <laughs> Piss off. <laughs> So there we go. There's Nana's opinion. We can only apologise for the language, but to be fair, on the scale, those words aren't too bad, are they? No, no, she didn't. She didn't. We've heard a drop worse. <laughs> and I'm sure you will in the, in the upcoming weeks. <laughs> so if you've got a question, if, you, if there's something that you'd like Nana's opinion on, just... Even advice. <laughs> that'd be the best. You know, if you're struggling or you're not quite sure what to do in a situation... <laughs> Ask Nana for the advice. <laughs> yeah. It won't be the right advice. Oh, God, it wouldn't. <laughs> but it'll be funny advice. The random thing you only find in primary schools. Right, so the random thing you only find in primary schools this week... Um, is very much inspired by a meme I saw on Twitter, which was uh, a picture of Kermit sort of uh, l- sort of standing up against the wall, and it said, "I'm so glad I was taught how to play the recorder at school. It's coming han- really handy in adult life. Lost count of the times I've resolved a difficult situation <laughs> with a quick blast of three blind mice." <laughs> So that is the random thing recorders. You still find them in primary school. You do still find them. But they're, they're in the classic music trolley, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they're in that music trolley, but... Uh, and they still get brought out and children have a go at learning, but you never see it anywhere else. No. You never hear of, like, who's on at the uh, who's on the MEN tonight? Oh, it's that famous recorder player. 
<laughs> Ricky and the recorders. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, we've we've had uh, we've had a fair few nice little instruments. I remember one year we had trumpets, and obviously the triplets were learning trumpets last year. And then at the end of it, um, when we did the trumpets one, they said, well, "When we come back next year, is there any instrument that you'd like to do?" I was like, "Saxophone." Like saxophone, I want to do it. But then I got moved out of year five. So it was big Kevin got to do the saxophone. Oh, really? Yeah. But yeah, record is still a stalwart. But it's right. I mean, can you imagine <laughs> during difficult situations, just like, and it's like that one out of, uh, remember Love Island years ago? Oh, uh, with Chris. Uh, Chris. Yeah. And it's like, they won't like me to rap to. Yeah, uh, they won't want me to rap. <laughs> To ease attention. <laughs> no, Chris, we don't. I just I might start doing that, just going round for a recorder in every awkward situation. It's like I had to go remember to... doing the recorder. Do you know? I'm no, sure we know. did. I presume we did, but there's a lot of, lot of stuff I don't. You were remember. probably sent out. True. <laughs> well, like blown out my nose. <laughs> hey, look, look, oh no, no, no! <clears throat> I remember when we did it in school once. There was a kid. Um, oh, I can't remember his second name, but it was called Philip, and he was renowned because he used to be able to make himself fart. He, he used to be able to fart on demand. Uh, primary, so he, was, he was a school legend then. Oh, he was a school legend, primary, secondary, not so Jokes much. wore off. Um, but yeah, uh, he, he, like, you know when sometimes you laugh? You know when someone makes you laugh and it, um, you, like, sort of, not, not sneeze, but you try and stop yourself from laughing and then everything comes out? Oh, yeah. You know, what, yeah, what do you yeah. call that? Uh, like a mucus bomb <laughs> like, yeah a mucus yeah, bomb yeah. but we, as he was playing the recorder he sort of went <laughs> and all this stuff came oh, out no. and went into oh, no. all in the recorder that is that is then, sickening <laughs> people are going to be people are going to be ill if they're driving into work people are going to be ill it's not if I'm, I'm apologising for that no wonder he got unpopular <laughs> absolutely not, mucus bombing around the place well this is it this is what's going to bring us on to the next feature actually because uh um, this this was what tickled me. The thing kids today wouldn't have a clue about. Right, so... Um, things that today kids don't seem to have a clue about that um, sort of links to that that last story and I, I don't know whether this is actually something that doesn't really happen as much now or whether it's just my kids so the kid the kids um, I was asking the children the other day the triplets I was like who's, who's the uh, strictest teacher in your school and they were like Miss Carney right who is the midday assistant so she, she's like in charge of the lunch time and I sort of was like what chili con <laughs> right and they went they went what and I went you know chili chili con carne surely that's what you call her chili con yeah. and they were like no we just call her Miss Carney and I'm going are you telling me you've got a teacher whose name is Carney and you're not you're not making a bit of a joke about that the fact that you could be calling her chili con carne could be calling her Paul Mac <laughs> 
Oh my god. <laughs> right. So anyway, turns out Harry went into school the next day and started saying to his mates, like, we should call the chili con carne. One of the kids in the class grassed him up and he got in trouble for it. Uh it came home that, that night though and he was like, it was worth it. But it got me thinking about back in the day when we were at school, and it didn't really happen as much in primary school, but secondary school definitely. The nicknames that people used to have. Yeah. That so, majority of them came off your name. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot, but then there were some random ones that that had a story behind it. Some of them, some of them true, some of them not true. Um, teachers as well used to get some. <laughs> so basically, I, I was I wanted to see if anyone else had funny funny stories. So I put it out on my Facebook and Instagram, and I'll give you an example of what I mean because some of them are pretty harsh. Some of them are pretty harsh. So we're not going to laugh at the the harsh ones. Um, but one, uh, my nickname was Minimum because I was the shortest in my class. <laughs> <laughs> my religious studies teacher had the nickname Isaiah because he's, he had one eye higher than the other. <laughs> <laughs> level. Isaiah. <laughs> oh, God, that was funny. Um, we had one called uh, uh, Teapot. We had Teapot, who was a year seven kid when we were in sixth form. And basically, like, the, the hardest lad in six... Well, he wasn't the hardest lad. He was the one who used to think he was the hardest lad. Uh, got, basically, the cockiest year seven to come into the sixth form common room, stand up on a desk in front of everyone, and in front of all the sixth form, and made him sing I'm a Little Teapot Short and oh, Stout. Geez. And he started doing it. And then he was like, do the actions! <laughs> he had to do the actions. And then his nickname was Teapot for the rest of his school career. How grim. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I remember one um, <clears throat> where... There was this there was this dinner lady who used to serve the food and she was proper miserable. Yeah. Um but she really looked like um Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> you know from Sesame Street. Yeah. Like and I'm talking she looked the spit of him. So every time me and my mate used to get lunch we'd go, "Thanks, bro." <laughs> Every time she said, you want more slappy gels? And you'd be like, oh, thanks, Bert. And she'd just be like, what are you going to be Bert for? She'll ask her the crowd. Yeah. What about um, about this one? My friend was Byro because her surname was Inkpen. <laughs> <laughs> Still like that's brilliant. I love it. Um, fromage, as in Fromage Faye. <laughs> her name was Faye. That's a good one. Um, Pearhead. Because he had a pear-shaped head. He had a pear-shaped head. <laughs> Not even that. Pear-head. I love that. Oh, why do you call you pear-head? Because uh, my head's shaped like a pear. Oh, yeah, quality. E.T. My surname was Elliot. We had Stog. He was the sweaty teacher of geography. <laughs> Stog. One boy I went to school with was called Boggo. He couldn't say the letter R. And would always ask him, Bog over pencil. <laughs> <laughs> That's cruel now. That is cruel. And not, and not funny. <laughs> Peugeot because his mum drove a Peugeot. <laughs> oh, we had all sorts. But they're the funniest, aren't they? We had, a, we, had a, we had a mate at school called uh, Tom. And his dad was like, his dad was just called Rick, so we just started calling 
Tom Rick. <laughs> yeah. And that's just what he's known as now. Like, and when people used to go around to his house for tea, yeah. everyone would be like, Rick. And then the dad and him would be like, yes. <laughs> uh, just to, they're the, the random ones, the ones that I absolutely adore. Because, um, I mean, we had, we had a weird one where there was a tradition in our school uh, a few years ago, a few years above us, there'd been a kid who looked the spitting image of um, Chief Wiggum from from Simpsons, mm. and then and he was a bit of a character as well. So then they became this tradition that whoever was uh, a bit of a character became Chief. Yeah, yeah. And that's why Chief's called Chief. Chief, Chief yeah. yeah. We had um, we had the sleaze. Yeah, because he was the one who used to always sleaze on girls. Um, there was one um, a lad that I didn't go to my school but we called him uh, Mr Sparkle because he had this exchange student from like China who came and stayed for like a month not with him with another family yeah. and she became obsessed with him so we called him Mr Sparkle because there was an episode of uh, The Simpsons where Homer became a massive celebrity in China because his face was on some washing powder called Mr Sparkle. Oh, right. Oh, Do you remember? remember that? Yeah, yeah, I had yeah, no idea. Yeah. That's why he's known as Mr Sparkle. <laughs> Mr Sparkle, yeah. yeah that's um, good, isn't it? <laughs> what was the other? I'm just trying to think of some other ones, but if you've got any, you need to let us know because we are happy to t- talk through some more because they've, they've certainly cheered us up. Yeah. Um, especially as United are now losing in 2-0 um, uh, beetroot because every time a teacher talked to me I'd go bright red that's uh, honest yeah mop head <laughs> uh, <laughs> wardrobe uh, <laughs> mine was the sperminator purely because I was short and small <laughs> skids a lad <laughs> shot himself in year 7 <laughs> Never lived it down. We had that. We had the t- we had the lad who ended up wetting himself in year seven. So we called him Nappy all the way through school. Um, but then when uh, N-dubs came quite big and Dappy was in, we used to just keep going up to go, nah, eh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I always God. remember when uh, we had a kid called... Uh, I'll change his name just in case. Uh, but his second name was Reed and his name... So I'll just say, like... Chris Reed, yeah, and uh, when we were on a rugby tour, he got levered and wet himself, so we just <laughs> called him Chris Weed. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. So I mean, some of them were pretty harsh. Some of them are, but I love the ones that are just completely random. And then someone sent me the link of I think it's Greg Davies who does a does a stand up on it, and he said, and one of the examples he gives is Baghdad, and the reason is because one lad got a new bag. And his dad bought it for him. <laughs> Baghdad. <laughs> oh, anyway, right. So we booked to go to Disneyland Paris for the triplets' um, birthday because we thought, you know, this is probably going to be the last year where they're probably really into it. Mm. And, and um, obviously you can go to the America one whenever because there's stuff for all ages. Yeah, but yeah. Disneyland Paris is a bit more... Uh, aimed at a younger audience so we uh, so we booked it and we thought right what should we do should we surprise them with it or should we tell them on Christmas and we ended up buying this thousand piece jigsaw because one of the boys had done a couple of jigsaws so we're like right thousand piece jigsaw of a massive Disney 
uh, picture, basically all the characters. Mm. Um, and then as we wrapped it on Christmas, we just wrote on the front of it saying, complete this puzzle for a special surprise. Right? Nice, yeah. So one of the boys started it in between Christmas and New Year, and it's just been laying there. Now, my wife can't handle any sort of mess. She's a bit sort of OCD with it. So it was a case of... Uh, I want that jigsaw done. I want it out of the way. I want it out there. So I'm like, that's the, that's the lads. Because the whole point for me was I want them to earn something. I want them to actually work for something. Right. To ver- to, to earn it. Because I have, I have my four golden rules of parenting. Okay. Right? Have I, mm. have I told you these? Before? No, you've not, no. Right. So my Very four- much looking forward to hearing them, actually. Here we go. Here we go. Bit of wisdom from Mr. P on the app. Early in the app as well. Early wisdom. Right, four golden rules of parenting. Don't ever take the mick out of my eyes. <laughs> Don't ever call my breath smelly. Don't ever call me fat. No. Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> Rule number one. Life's not fair. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, the sooner you realise that, the better. Uh, secondly, second rule, you get nothing in life for free. Everything you want in life, you have to work hard for. No one's going to ever give you anything. Um, so that was what I was trying to link in with the jigsaw. Mm. Earn it, and I'll tell you what it is. Rule number three, not everyone's going to like you, and there's very little you can do about it, so don't concern yourself with those people. And I then slip in the old Game of Thrones line of lions don't concern themselves with the opinion of sheep. Okay. And four. Have you got that one? And, and number four, if you've got a problem about something... No matter how big, how small, the only way to solve that problem is to talk to someone about it. The longer you keep that problem in, the worse it will get. And that's deep, that. Well, I'm trying to get it across to the kids at an early age. So the jigsaw was that. I can't believe one of your rules isn't, if anyone asks you at fast food, do you want to go large, you always say yes. (laughs) You know what I mean? Why would you go... That's what your four golden rules of parenting. Why would you go medium? I mean, the chips are smaller and the drink's smaller. I mean, what a stupid (laughs) thing to do. I love that this shows... The difference is like... The clear difference. Well, the difference is like... You talk about life's cruel, yeah? When someone orders you a bloody medium. (laughs) Tell you. (laughs) Come on, any other any other rules for, for life? <laughs> Adam's parenting rules. I've gone proper like serious. Yeah, but these, a, bit these too actual... ser- a bit too serious. I mean, they're rules for like teens. No, it's not. It's, well, then they won't have problems when they're the, the little teenagers. kids, and you're like staring them in the eye, going, "You got nothing in this life for free." <laughs> if I said that to Isla, she, you know, everything she gets <laughs> is free at the minute. Yeah, She's but not I want to. Bean. I want... <laughs> <laughs> I want them to appreciate that you got to work for things in life. No, of course, yeah, but at the end of the day, you bought that jigsaw. <laughs> yeah, but they've got to do it to and find out it's the an surprise. Enjoyable but anyway, they've given up on it. <laughs> <laughs> so I spent the last two weeks. They come to you going, we've got a problem and we want to talk to you about it. These, these idiots bought us a massive thousand piece jigsaw we can't do. I've <laughs> been sat there, my back is in bits. <laughs> I feel like I'm about 85 because I've just been crouched over doing this jigsaw for about a week oh, anyway got it done and they're buzzing about 
<laughs> I was going to say, if someone, if we were younger, I mean, our rubber brother, when he was absolutely dynamite when it came to uh, jigsaws and stuff. Jigsaws are so if, hard. If my, if my parents would have been like, complete this for a surprise, and I just waited it out, it would have still been in the box, I'd have been sat around for months like, where the hell is this surprise? <laughs> uh... Especially if the su- with, with surprise was a medium meal. <laughs> yeah. Here it is! Oh, God. No, but I mean, seriously, you know, you've got to be honest there. You know, when someone, someone buy, buys a medium meal, Kim always says it, go to McDonald's and I'll go, um, can I get large Big Mac meal, double cheeseburger, classic, and then I'll say, what do you want, Kim? And she'll go, uh, chicken sandwich meal. And then I'll turn and I'll go, can I get a chicken sandwich meal, please? And the gum will go, Medium or large, and Kim will go medium. And I always go large because <laughs> at the end of the day, if she didn't want the chips out of it, yeah. if she didn't want the large drink out of it, yeah. if she didn't want the, if she didn't want any of the meal, yeah. I'll have it. Um, but no, to Let's be fair, think of any other going about, back, like, any proper life lessons, life, life rules. Lessons. Maybe that could be a feature. Yeah. This week's life lesson, like the other Mr. The other Mr. P's life lessons. It could be a shout. I'll yeah. think of a jingle. <laughs> Um, a procedure <laughs> right scientifically known as a vasectomy right okay um, and for those people listening who do not know what a vasectomy is it's the L snipper door right. I call it um, yeah I'm it's, sure from that now they know exactly what it is get your snips out for the lads <laughs> uh, yeah so it's um, yeah it, I'm just saying, yeah, yeah, because he's bringing back the memories. It's, there are tears in his eyes as he talks. It's a really weird one. I mean, I'm still a little bit swollen. I'm still looking like I'm, you know, trying to take some illegal melons with me everywhere. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, you know, we, we, we've discussed it, discussed the future and what we want and everything. And, you know, I've got a boy and a girl. And, uh, you know, happy and we're, we're set, family four. So I thought, I'll, you know, wife's been through childbirth twice. Yeah. Doesn't want to do the old, you know, pill and all that. So I'm like, right, I'll I'll do it for us. <laughs> now, the issue is you don't get any sympathy. Now, it is painful. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. It's now childbirth, as I've been oh, told a million times. Here we go. Which I agree, Here we go. Which I agree. I know it isn't childbirth, but still. Covering his tracks. But still. But still. At the end of the day, it's just dangling there. You know, it's, it's, it's so innocent. But it's seen some things, man. Yeah, so, I mean, I, you know, me and Kim went to this, um, to this uh, surgeries. And we walked in. And it's weird. You know this. I don't really get that nervous. You know, even like before shows, I'm not that nervous. I'm more excited than anything. Obviously, wasn't that excited by this. Right. Um, so as I walked in, the woman said something to me, and I, I was just so confused. I was like, "Sorry, what?" And she went, "It it it's so cold. I can't believe you're just in a t-shirt." Because I was in a t-shirt, <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh my god!" I genuinely thought she had said to me, "Right, you just need to be in your t-shirt." <laughs> So I was ready to just whip it out in the waiting room. There's people waiting there. Um, but then, yeah, it's like a weird thing. Like, you kind of... What an O, that would have yeah, been. Yeah, a bit of an O, yeah. But imagine. Yeah. Why have you taken your pants off, Mr. Parkinson? <laughs> oh, no. Um, yeah, so then, you know, you go through the chat and then you get taken down 
uh, into like the waiting room and obviously being like a 31 year old lad I was the youngest there by by an obvious margin yeah, yeah. and uh, all of these guys were just you know sweating just so nervy and I kind of tried to play it cool I was just walked in like yeah no worries then guys were coming out kind of like it's not that bad you know it's not that bad and then other guys were coming out it's like one guy had like fainted and it was just a bit like I just wasn't very comfortable and then the nurse who was working there kept singing a bit of a Lewis Capaldi song she kept going I need somebody to hear like this and then going I just love that song it's that Tom Walker isn't it and I was just sat there like oh my god I don't know what's worse like the anticipation of what's coming or this woman butchering a Lewis Capaldi tune they play it's Tom Walker so then um, I went in and the doctor you know just you absolute your absolute guy's just like right yeah so this is what's going to happen can you just go in there take your, take your pants down and, and whatever I'm like yeah right and he's like uh, so nurse you know whatever's going to be at the top end at your, at your head and then I'll, I'll be kind of doing the bits at the bottom and I was like right okay so I was lay there and it's, it's orcs isn't it you've yeah, had it done it it's yeah. orcs so I'm sat there well lay there and the guy's just like you know Injecting like antiseptic or whatever, you know what what it's called. <laughs> What's it called? Antiseptic. What is it? It's uh, antibiotic. No, not antibiotic. Anti. No, it's uh, the numbing stuff. What's yeah, it? the. Um... Oh god, it's gone out of my head. What's it called? I'm laughing at you because you're saying antiseptic. No, what's it called though? Um. It's like local anaesthetic. 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 Because you get local anaesthetic. or It's like... It's like General puts you to sleep. It's like Tesco puts you to sleep. (laughs) Tesco Express. You still feel it's disturbed. It's numbs you. Sainsbury's local, isn't it? Um, One stop. So then... So then... One stop anaesthetic. So he's there like injecting, you know, sharp scratch. And I'm like, yes. And then the woman's going, so do you have kids? (laughs) I'm like, yeah, two. <laughs> and then she's just kind of like, somehow, the conversation, as the guy, it, I mean, you're in the chair, aren't you? You feel like he's got a sore. You feel like he is absolutely going to town. And she's kind of going, no, my, uh, I've still not got round to see Frozen 2. Is it good? <laughs> and I'm there discussing what I rate of Frozen 2 while seriously getting, like, Chopped. butchered. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, so it's... Anyway, it's all said and done. We're, we're there in Ireland. We're in Galway, and uh, we're in this we're in this bar, and we're all sat around this massive table in this bar, and we start playing a couple of games, a couple of sort of singing games, and then someone brings out a pack of cards, and we're playing Ring of Fire, and. Um, <laughs> You know, if someone pulls a certain card, you have to play a little game and, yeah. and so on. One of the cards is names of types of, right? Which, if you've never played before, everyone sort of gets clapping, clicking the fingers, and it's like names of types of. And then which you... one are you doing here? Are you doing schmies? Yeah, schmies. That was word association. Was it word? Yeah. Oh, sorry, that was word... yeah. It's all yeah. right. Bit of a no there from me. Yeah. So it was word association. It's, not, it's always nice to start. I know. With a small O. One right. more. It's like that, innit? Don't pull something. Make sure you do an O before you real tell a real O. Yeah. Get warm. Um, so, yeah, so it was word association, and it started off... I can't remember it, it started witches, off. It was witches, it was It Kim. was witches, right. Was so Kim goes witches, and then it's like broomstick. Yeah. Um, hat. Hat. Uh, cauldron. Cauldron. Black cat. Then I go spell book, right? And then the person next to me, Shmi, is called who wasn't really listening 
sort of turns round and goes, what? And I go, spell book. And he goes, spell book. Right, okay. B U K. And what I loved about it was it was one of the rarest O's you're going to see because it was a double O. We call him a double O Tondra. We call him a ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. An ooh O because not only has he... Tried not to spell <laughs> the word, yeah. <laughs> yeah, misinterpreted because it was spell book, things you associate with. He's gone, spell book, right, I need to spell the word book. So there's his first O. But then he smashed it out of the park by misspelling <laughs> book, B-U-K. Staying with that one And this is bringing back Big Mike, our dad He was this on fine form funny, yeah He was so Guinness we, we to were, the eyeballs We were actually doing names of types of Which if anyone's played it It's the two claps, two clicks You speak on the clicks and Should it, we do a quick I, example now? Well yeah, go on then Right, what so, theme? Right, so it's just like names of Types of chocolate bars And then it'll be like Whisper Snickers Mars Bounty uh, uh, Hershey's Maltesers Maltesers Teasers <laughs> Rollo uh, Aero Boost Whisper Golds There it is oh, So that would be a win for Ripple me. Ripple <laughs> Oh my god so we did that and then obviously you're out, you're out it's New Year's Eve it's getting tasty it's getting for risque I then shouted names of types of different names for a penis right yeah. which is classic we were playing with our mum and dad as well so it wasn't going to get too bad well so I started out with you know just your classic you know meat flavoured lollipop <laughs> And then it went, it went round, it went round, didn't it? And it was like yeah. pipe. And then it was yeah. like, um, what was it? What are they Loveland. Like? Yeah, yeah, Loveland and all that. And it was going round. And then you know the, your classic Scott said your D word, your your yeah. silent K N O B yeah, word. Yeah, yeah. And then it was going round. And then someone went, someone went, your meat stick. And then it got to Big Mike, and he just went. Balls. <laughs> <laughs> the table broke down laughing. We were all like, "Bloody hell, you don't call it that? What the hell are you on about?" Oh, I right. love how mum was having a go at him. <laughs> you don't call it that. I looked at mum like, "You what? What does he call it?" Uh, right. So here we go. Listen to the story. Um, and this is a belter, right? So, because it is, it's sort of like I know this really. So, in my first year of teaching, the whole of Key Stage One, teachers, support staff, etc., were all in a celebration assembly. It was quite a long assembly, as there were lots of rewards to give out. And as classes were leaving, I noticed one of the support teachers had fallen asleep at the back of the hall. Being quite a young staff group, my partner teacher, my TA, and two learning mentors thought it'd be hilarious. Uh, oh, sorry, thought it was hilarious. We did all sorts of stupid things like dancing around her, posing next to her and taking photos on the class camera. She was a good laugh, so she knew we knew she wouldn't mind. After a good five minutes, the hall had emptied and she'd not woken up. Turns out she was diabetic and had fallen into a diabetic coma. <laughs> oh, my no. God. Obviously, we are not laughing at the fact that this... this 
poor teacher had fallen into a diabetic coma. It's the fact that they thought she was asleep oh, and they've done God. all that sort of, you know, like... Them, um, it's one of them cringy... You like, know, like you do when someone gets drunk and you pass out and you're all like, hooray! Yeah, but it's one of them things, isn't it? It's one of them cringy, like, oh <laughs> so my God, cringy. no. <laughs> so it says... Um, the, can you can imagine that, like... Um, right, whatever, I don't know what she's called. What, what could get... Right, Janet, Janet. Uh, jam it because <laughs> the thing is like you, you I've seen you have a uh, a term for the worst and it is the scariest thing ever so the pictures were quickly deleted and it was not discussed <laughs> until she returned a couple of weeks later and explained that when she's in that state she's not totally unconscious and can hear what's going on around her we all stayed very quiet in the hope she couldn't make out our voices oh what no I hope someone rubbed off the moustache with <laughs> it in whiteboard pen. <laughs> That's funny, though. That reminded me of a story. That's a brilliant story. I'll just finish it off. Love the podcast, guys. Can't wait to come to the live show later in the year. Thank you, whoever shared that That's story. That, that was, was a, such a brilliant. cracker to start the year off. Tickled me so much, that. I, uh, I worked with a teacher back in the day called, uh, called Buckley. His second name was Buckley, right? right. Legend. Absolutely love the guy, right? Well, the best bit about him was he rarely came out on works dues. He only, he'd only come to very kind of... Um, basically, we'd, we'd do a summer a summer bash where we'd have everyone around at our house and we'd do a big sesh. And he always used to come to that, but he'd always just get absolutely mortal. He'd get absolutely levered. Yeah. And one year, he fell asleep on the couch. So everyone started putting loads of stuff on him. <laughs> so then we called it Buckley Roo, right? <laughs> Everyone, everyone was putting stuff all over him. And everyone was going, he's going to wake, he's going to wake. And we were going, Buckley Roo! <laughs> I mean, it's that sort of stuff. Uh, that's funny. So I forgot, well, I've kind of give it away now. I forgot to get my dinner. So I was at Subway this morning. The woman that served me at Subway is, a, is an American, right? Right. She is the rudest woman I've ever been served by. I got and normally ser- Americans are like hot on that because I know I got served by all her based on tips. for the first time. <laughs> all based on what, mate? Tips. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say if it's not based on that, like, she wouldn't be doing very well. Um, yeah, so <laughs> so um, I, I, the, she she annoyed me pre crimbo because I went in. And I was getting a few of my, you know, Rachel and Sue, I was getting them a Subway as well. And they're very much against spicy stuff. <laughs> I walked in. You say that, like... <laughs> what, what do you mean? That they don't agree with it politically. Well, they're very much against li- li- They're spicy very much stuff. anti-spice. <laughs> so then I walked in and I was like, can I get... Um, a, a foot-long hearty Italian? We ain't got hearty Italian. <laughs> I went... Uh, what have you got? I've never been spoken to that. I went, what have you got? Only got paprika and chili bread. That's it. There's a subway about two miles down the block. You can go there. That's how she spoke to me. So she said, I don't know if she said block. I might have added that. Yeah. So I went, all right, well, I'll, well I can't be bothered going there. I'll just take the paprika bread then. The paprika and chili bread. I mean, I was having that bread anyway. So yeah. I was happy. And she was like, you really just going to take that bread instead? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> right. So I've got this thing. I mean, Sue was complaining that her mouth was on fire for the rest of the day. I felt, I felt a little bit bad. Did you tell her? Did you? No, I told, yeah, I said, I said, listen, you got the paper and chili, Sue. Where do you want from me, man? So then, so then I went back in today, right? And she was there again. I thought, no, 
We meet again. And this is what annoys me, right? I mean, don't <laughs> So you're on the healthy eating and you've been... Oh, was that no, no, pre-kick? Right, 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 sorry. So I went to Subway this morning. <laughs> you went for... to Subway twice <laughs> no, in a week. Yeah, I know. So I went, I went for a salad this morning, right? Yeah. She was there with four footlongs, like, that are, you know, like, pre-baked or whatever. And she's putting cheese on them. And she was like, I'll be with you in a minute. That's how she speaks. I'll be with you in a minute. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and she she was spreading cheese on these four things. And I thought, right. She was up to a third one. I was like, right. Then she put that tray away and then pulled another tray out and then did them. And I was a bit like, Jesus, I've got to get to work. Yeah. And then she finally got through. What you have it? And I was like, <laughs> salad bowl, please. All right. Then we had a proper meeting of minds over this salad bowl. Because the guy who usually serves me just knows me so well. Just goes, double tuna. I'm like, you know it, bro. I looked and there was no tuna there and I thought, God, I can't believe I have to ask this. You're not getting tuna? No. <laughs> right? That was it. That was the reply. Got any tuna? No. I went, I went God, this is the worst subway. That no sounded so weird. <laughs> no. <laughs> like Marge. No. Right. So, so, she then, she then goes, well, what, what meat do you want? And I went, uh, I'll just and I was like well don't you put the salad in first I put the meat in the lid <laughs> I was looking at her this guy was behind me I could hear him going like <laughs> you know like, like I could hear him breaking down I looked at him and he was just a bit like good luck mate um, you know uh, enjoy your massive tips I was like jeez <laughs> and then I go like um, I go well, I'll just take chicken tikka then she was like double <laughs> I went alright so she, she plows these two big scoops of chicken tikka chunks in my lid. Like, what the hell is he doing in my lid? So then uh, she goes, what salad you having? Right? <laughs> so I went, everything apart from sweet corn and olives, please. Yeah. So she goes, everything. You know, to be fair, decent portion. I was like, all right. Then she dips her hand in the sweet corn. So I thought, oh, here we go. <laughs> I said, it was no sweet corn. She went, yeah, I know. Oh, you didn't know. You were chilling. You got sweet gun in your little finger. So anyway, she fills it up and then she goes, "Any sauces? <laughs> Any sauces?" And I went, "Yeah, I'll take some uh, garlic aioli and some hot chili." And she literally went like this, <sighs> like it was an effort. She asked me, I answered her. So anyway, she pours the sauces on, and I sat at my dinner today. And it was honestly one of the best subway subways I've ever had. I said to someone on my dinner, I said, oh, I got served by this horrible woman, but damn can she make, you know, damn can she make a good salad. That was such a longer Those story. Those salads, though, were so, That was yeah. such a longer story than I anticipated. <laughs> the thing Adam's like, that to me is like, right, I think we should try and aim for the episode to just be about an hour. I feel like the last episode, nearly two hours, is a bit too long. Oh, yeah, yeah, fine, that's fine. We're 20 minutes in and you just finished your story about somebody. <laughs> I think people will appreciate. Is <laughs> <laughs> that imagine that sauce? Yes, please, just that one. <sighs> Jeez, don't ask me then. Giving me without sauce. Toy Story Four popped up. Now I've I've taken Isla to see Toy Story Four twice yeah. before. But I said to her, I said, 
Sorry, I keep stuffing. Keep <laughs> bloody pasta. Um, so I said to her, I said to Isla, I said, do you want to go and watch Toy Story 4? Yeah, Bo Peep. Yeah. And so she's like, Bo Peep, Forky, Duke Kadoom, right? <laughs> so I buzz off, I literally buzz off that. I'm like, yes, she's got all the toys. So, you know, we're getting set to go. I've bought the tickets. She's got Bo Peep, she's got Jessie. She takes him and she's just, I mean, you know, Isla's just such a little darling and she was so excited running into the cinema and I printed off the tickets from the machine. I gave her her ticket and it was just, you know, I was just thinking like daddy daughter time is his yeah. dream stuff. Then the guy who's on the ticket stand, right? I know him like from a while back. He could have even been there when Adam Armageddon was, was literally <laughs> running the show. Yeah. Running the show, stealing nachos on the rakes. <laughs> <laughs> Extra cheese for myself? Yes, please. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> Isla walks up to him with his with a ticket. Now, bear in mind she's three years old, just started nursery. Yeah. With a ticket, and he goes, What you seeing? A dead awkward guy. What you seeing today? And Isla, Toy Story 4, I'm going to see Bo Peep, I'm going to see Duke Doom. <laughs> yes, we, Canada, right? So I'm there like, oh my God, can she get any cuter? The guy went, ripped the ticket and went, now you can't sit in the premiere seats. <laughs> I'm stood there and Isla's looking at him and he went... You got to sit in any normal seat. <laughs> right? So I was going, she's great. She just gave you a full show there, mate. And he was just going, like, no premiere seats. Have a good film. Like, enjoy your film. I walked past him. There's also him. no smoking. Yeah. I walked past him. And I was looking at him. I was thinking, if I had my Adam Armageddon badge on now, we'd be throwing down uh, David Donnie Darko. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it made me laugh that I just you know, <laughs> you, this is what I mean about like working in a school you've either got it or you haven't yeah. like, it's just a simple thing like there's some people who come in we've, we've got a guy who who comes in to clean the fish tank that we've got in like the new building Yeah, and he looks like it looks like someone out of I'm a Celebrity when they're going into a bush took a trial and there's loads of rats and stuff he walks across the playground and he's just like <laughs> 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 just like allergic to kids I'm cleaning the fish tank get me out of here <laughs> oh funny it must be like year five but he was in nursery with this woman this you know one of the teachers and um she was sat there, and she always, I remember always telling this story, and she said, um, you know, you know, uh, Gavin, you know, such a lovely lad, like, yeah, yeah. And she said, he sat, when we were doing phonics, he sat, and he looked at me, just with such kind of a look of just, you know, a heartwarming look, basically. And he just said, miss, and she went, yes, Gavin? <laughs> and he went, why is you so ugly? <laughs> <laughs> and she just had her hair done. <laughs> she literally had her hair done the day before. She said like she didn't know what to reply, right? So that's that, my face, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, and good morning to you, Gav. Yeah. Um, so that was like that was ridiculously funny, but this. That happened the other day in my school. It's just, it, it was like, I was going to say that like, when I, when I tell it on the podcast, because I told the I told the woman that it happened to. I was like, 
you're getting pod. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're getting podcast here. And she was like, yeah. am I? And I was like, yeah, you are. Yeah. And I said to her, I was like, but people won't believe it because it sounds made up. Yeah. So basically, this kid in a class um, comes to her in the morning, right? So mum, mum drops him off. He walks to her in the morning and he goes, miss, miss, I've got you something. This is for you. And handed miss a folded up piece of paper, right? So she said to me, you know, they always bring in, because I like younger ones, little notes, pictures that they've done at home, whatever. She opened it, and it was instructions out of a box of Vagisil. (laughs) (laughs) Right? And I I took a picture of it. I couldn't believe it. I was like, how's he trying to say? (laughs) So he said Vagisil, medicated cream. And then it said, because I was a bit like, well, you know, does he think your banter's dry? <laughs> and uh, it was like, Vagisil is an emulsion cream. It's formulated to provide prompt, effective relief from the discomfort of minor itching and irritation of the skin just outside the vagina and around the anus. <laughs> she just went, she, she said she was just in like utter shock. Yeah. But then what was dream stuff was a delivery had just come, which I had to get. And I saw her, I went, all right, miss. And she just went, look what, <laughs> look what this kid's just given me. <laughs> and I loved it. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, that's only, you know, a couple of swift tales from what has and been. And if, uh, if you've had something even more random than the instructions to Vagisil, Oh, then do get in touch, send us a message or do you know go what, though, to the do website. You know, I said, though, I said one of the reasons behind it is because if you think as a parent how funny that would be to do to, like, a teacher or teaching assistant, I don't know whether either the kids found it and the, the mum or dad have seen it and gone, give it to your teacher. Like, you know... <laughs> As a joke, I think if that's that's ban- they're taking the banter level to a different, yeah. they're out of the out of the park. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some would say, right into our next feature. Okay, Diabolical Leader of the Week this week. Uh, Thank you for all the nominations, but this one was by far the worst example. Um, So, I just found out today, open brackets, we are in the midst of writing reports, close brackets. Why? Why would any school be writing reports in November? If you're a school who does more than one written report a year, you are... Completely missing the point. It's a compl- <laughs> you, you well lost what you're going to say. <laughs> you are uh, doing the wrong thing. I don't thing, know what to say. What, why? Why would you add and do that faff when the parents don't even bloody read it anyway? Uh, anyway, right. So I've just found out today we're in the midst of writing reports that our head. <laughs> 
purposely puts in grammatical errors and spelling mistakes to then give back to us to make sure that we are proofreading any edits, even though we know it's correct in our initial first write. <laughs> Not sure if this is the norm for head teachers or something that's new that you've come across. If it's new to you, could be something for diabolical leader. Ah. And I, re- I just reply going, it definitely is. Um, I just can't get my head around it. Like what? Are you, what you expect? What? First of all, what head teacher has the time to do that? Oh, head teachers are busy enough. I, I to I purposely mean, put errors to give it back to teachers. What are you doing? Um, my yeah, workmate told me about it today. Wisely. She compared her originals to the head teachers' edits, and there were errors in there that weren't in the originals. So she knew they'd been placed there, tampered with. Yeah, drums that drums, drums, drums. I that I mean, that's it's sad isn't it and it's also a complete lack of trust in the staff it's just it's all wrong it's to sum up in a word it's diabolical <laughs> it's diabolical it's diabolical um, and that's the thing teaching's tough enough I don't know how many times you have to say the same thing but teaching is harder than it's ever been before through things we can't control do you know what I mean mm-hmm. lack of parental engagement huge issue mm. lack of funding Huge issue. Mm. All these little things that teachers themselves and schools and leaderships cannot control. So when it comes to the things we can control, why is it some schools are hell-bent on making it as making difficult? It ten times out. Yeah. Why? I can't get my head around it. Honestly. Clueless. Absolutely clueless. So, again, if you think you can match that with an absolute if terrible shot... If you match shot, that or do worse, then you are... <laughs> Yeah, yeah you need to leave. Scale. Yeah, so um, if you do want to get in touch, you can DM me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Not that you want to put it out publicly. You can DM, or again, you can share your story on um, on the website. Talking of stories on the website, um, got this one. I think you'll enjoy this. Oh, yeah. I was once called to the playground. So this is one of the listener stories. I was once called to the playground by a child saying that a boy in my class had a taser. Right. right. Confused and slightly panicked. Oh, great. Great opening sentence. I was going to say that. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Confused and slightly panicked. I rushed out to indeed find the boy touching other children in the playground with some sort of suspicious object. I tell you what, this is great writing. Whoever does this, greater depth. Because I'm hooked, I'm thinking, what was it? Yeah, a few grammatical errors, though. I don't know if your head's read through it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. As I got closer, I could see that the taser was, in fact, bright pink and had the word Jorex along the bottom. (gasps) Try not to think about how many children that might have touched. I carefully confiscated the vibrator (laughs) and hid it away until home time, reminding the child that toys from home are not allowed in school. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is even better. When the end of the uh, when the end of the day came, I asked the parent to come inside for a chat, in the hope of sparing her dignity. True to form, she spent the walk to my classroom demanding to know why I was wasting her time before clamming up immediately as I returned her property and scuttling away red-faced out the school building. I've never had a complaint from her again for the rest of the school year. <coughs> that is brilliant. And what I love about that is there's a bit of a knowing there in that once... Oh, is it all right if we just have a quick word? Go on, what is it? No, d- down to the classroom. And then she's walking down going, why are you wasting my time with this? And then, boom, 
here you go here's your little uh, taser enjoy taser. so thank you very that. much for that story as well um, so let's uh, let's head into the next feature Okay, so the next feature, the random thing you only find in primary school. And I'm surprised that we've not done this one before. Surely it's, it must have been mentioned because I hate yeah. this. And it definitely only happens in primary school. Mm. Drum roll, please. Well, could be secondary school as well, but... No, but I don't even think in secondary school. Unless it's like... Terrible. Torrential. Clue. Yeah. Clue, clue. So the random thing you only find in primary school this week is Adam... Oh, am I doing the drum no, roll? I'll do the oh, drum roll. Wet play. Wet play. Oh, what a nightmare. And it, of course, is the time of year, well, in Manchester, all See, year. If you, speak to, year. if you speak to, like, singletons over the age of 18, yeah. well, I'd say, like, 21, <laughs> and they're in a normal job, and you suggest wet play... <laughs> I think that they would think it's a good thing. Yeah. Now, unfortunately for us, <laughs> honestly, two words that strike fear into me because not only do I love the fact of, of well, I'm on playtime duty and lunchtime duty every day, and I love it because I love getting the kids out, getting them to run around, burning off that energy, having a good time with the mates, you know, being able to talk louder and, you know, all that kind of stuff, the classics. Yeah. When they're cooped up uh, in wet play, and even if, I mean, and I try and do as much fun wet play activities, you know, doodling, pictionary, everything you can possibly do, it's just not the same. And you definitely see the effect of it uh, as the day goes on. An afternoon after a wet break and wet lunch is one of the worst shifts you can do. Because yeah. it's like... It's a graveyard shift, go, isn't it? go delirious. They just need that fresh air. The worst for me are those teachers on wet break, or, sorry, that are on break duty, where it's not even raining and they go, wet play. Just because they can't be bothered to go outside, like they've forgotten the coat or something well, like that. Well, this is like my... This is like, at my school now, like, this is, that's talking like major responsibility for me and I've never felt so much responsibility. It's up to me. Oh, you make the Oh, I, you make, make, the the call. Call. I make the final call on playtime and lunchtime. I do look for advice when needed <laughs> because I'm one of them. Is this right? <laughs> yeah. Why am I wet? Yeah. No, What's this water more, coming from the sky? It's more uh, God's crying. God's crying. Do you remember that? God's crying. Uh, when no, it's I windy. Remember, uh, God's farting. Do you just, did you start singing? Oh, That's yeah. The one. No, it's God's farting when it's windy. <laughs> God's crying when it's raining. God's smiling when it's sunny. Yeah. And then when it's bad weather, is it? What is it? Bad belly or something? I've never heard that before in my life. I just made that up. Anyway, so I'm like, so I I try and get out no matter what, but then you kind of caught, it's like on tipping point, and I wanted to get to tipping point. (laughs) Completely different thing. But I'm there, and I'm looking, and I can feel the rain, and I look at another member of staff, and I'm like, what's rate? And they're like... Your call. That's all I get, your call. So I'm looking at the kids, and obviously all the kids are going, let's stay out, sir, come on, come on. And I'm just like, we'll stay out, but <laughs> if it gets bad, we're going to have to go in. Yeah. Literally, as I say it, 
the heavens open, open. and it starts tripping down. And then the worst bit is, then trying to get the kids in is absolutely, you know, it's just like, because they're all like up here because it's like pouring down in rain. I have I have got soaked more than anyone ever, I rate. Honestly, it's mad. But going back to tipping point. All right, go on. About the, the nerves. It's about that, should I cash my money in for the three final counters? Yeah. Or not, because there's times where I'm thinking I should just call wet player. It is going to rain bad, yeah. but I'm, I'm a risk taker. Oh, that's well, it. Well, you've got to, you've got to get them out. They've got to get fresh air. Otherwise, it is an absolute nightmare. And do you have like um, do you have like prefects who stay in every class? No, no, do you not have that? Either. So no, that's good. Though. If there's wet play, year sixes go around and just monitor the class. Oh, that's good. Well, yeah, it sounds good. But what they end up doing is just using all your whiteboard markers on the like, board because they write like, everyone's name. They'd make a good list and a bad list, and then they, oh, the amount of times they've used a bloody um, permanent marker when it should be a whiteboard marker, and they just <laughs> rinse them. Then you have to use that vinegar spray. Oh, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. And then they get the wet play box out as well. Oh, the wet play box. <laughs> that, you, you find a half chest, a set of Jen- Jenga. Set, yeah, a couple of Connect Four pieces with a broken Connect Four box. Yeah, some chess pieces, no <laughs> chessboard. A couple of top trumps. We've got a deck one of, them, of cards. Man. A deck Bop of cards. Bop it. That's not had batches in for about fifteen years. You always get that deck though, don't you? Oh, should we play cards? Yeah, right. Three cards. <laughs> Okay, we're kind of missing 49 <laughs> cards. Uh, but yeah, you won't, like you say, you won't get it in anywhere else. Nah, wet you? play, just grim. Just, <laughs> it's just a grim. I absolutely hate it. I and here's another tip it. for you, by the way, is uh, don't ever get your children to Google wet play activities because <laughs> that is something that backfired. Uh, yeah, that's one to... Uh, but this this was the O from the last episode that we didn't end up sharing. Um, so I've got a little boy in my class whose parents choose for him to be withdrawn from RE lessons. Um, we've also been doing the five-minute exercises with Joe Wicks, uh, and one of my class asked if he was Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, I had the little boy's parents in questioning why I was in doc- Doctrinating him by exercising with Jesus. <laughs> Never in my career have I found it harder not to laugh at a parent. Honest to God, that tickled That's me so super much. Funny that. Like, <laughs> can you imagine how a school today? Um, uh, yeah, but you know, he said I wasn't supposed to do RE. The teacher's making us do hit sessions yeah. with Jesus. I was lunging with the Lord. <laughs> I mean, I love I love Joe Wicks. I think he's brilliant, and you know, he's uh, he does some amazing stuff. Like some of his recipes are great, and I love I love the journey that he's been on. But uh, and, and maybe some people think he's the saviour with the way he's, he, he, he approaches exercise and healthy eating. Star jumps with the light of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think he should start maybe doing that with uh, with his food. Like, uh, and now we're going to bless the midget trees. <laughs> The body of Wick. <laughs> the body of a Lucy Bee. Some cranberry juice. The blood of Wicks. 
Oh my! Uh, just tickle me that because obviously this is what we've talked about before: how parents make assumptions based on what the kid says rather than Funny. trusting the teacher. So imagine, right? We can have a word. We've told her that she. Plus, what do they think they're watching? Like, who? There's it, it, definitely not like Jesus. Kind of like, okay, guys, get ready. Take your crown of thorns off and let's get a moving. Yeah. Here we go. I'm gonna do ten burpees. <laughs> Let's just get a warm-up. Let's get a warm-up. Don't worry, these are just my disciples. They're just going to help in the background. Just getting the dumbbells out. Kettlebell. Oh, God, that's funny. Um, we should we should make this as a little clip and send it, Joe. I'm sure he'll appreciate oh, that one. It. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the pa- his cooking books, the Bible. <laughs> oh, brilliant. So um, that, that's got to be one of the most ridiculous sort of parent complaints, that one. It's got to be because, again, why would you not just use your common sense and think, well, if we've told the teacher that we don't want our child in RE lessons, surely they're not, <laughs> not going to put our child in, in a hit in, session in, with... In five-minute abs <laughs> with Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> hit with Hosanna. <laughs> oh, my goodness. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Crossfit Puppies <laughs> and the Holy Abs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that did tickle us, right? Right. We'll go on to. Oh, hang on. I didn't do the didn't do the question, did I? Right. So we have had a question. Um, if you could have any celebrity work alongside you in the classroom, who would it be? Oh, that's a toughie. That is a toughie. Mm, depends. Um, do you want do you want someone to work alongside you who's gonna provide the band? Are we or? talking like a day? Let's just do like a day, because I like who I work with. I don't really I Oh look at this, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm being serious. No, because you you don't want, you know, too many cooks. But for one day only, I would love Chris Eubank. <laughs> Only because I'd love to hear his voice to do with schools. Even right. him saying, schools. Do you know what I mean? School dinners. Packed lunches. Yeah. I, I, was, that's it. I was thinking, everything to do with school. He would say amazingly. Yeah. Ofsted inspectors. <laughs> C, C, what is it? CDPR? Is it? Is it? GDP. What else do you think? Results. Deep dives. <laughs> and then in this clip I wanted to play of uh, Celebrity Gogglebox when he's offering his son a a a a, 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 a uh, smarty. Wouldn't you like a sweetie? A, a sweetie? I'll take a smarty. These are smarties, indeed. <laughs> a absolutely stupendous confectionery. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. If that's in your school for one day, you know, you just say, right, he's been messing around, go and have a word with him. Seriously? <laughs> Stop swinging on your chair? So just so good. I'm going you, punk all the way. I don't know. I'm one celebrity. Celebrity? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Depends. If if it's someone to provide the bants, then like maybe someone like Peter Kay would be good to work alongside. He'd oh, be yeah, quite he'd be good, good wouldn't he? But then it's, if it's someone that you'd want who'd be good at actual teaching. Yeah, like uh, Brian Cox. Yeah, yeah, someone like 
the random thing you only find in primary schools. Okay, so the random thing you only find in primary schools this week is, and I think most schools must have this. Surely. Surely, is the phone in the staff room, right? Oh, yeah. Now, every school, I'm sure, has a sort of internal phone system Mm. uh, where the office are able to phone through. I know quite a lot of classrooms might have their own phone. We don't. We have them sort of dotted around the school. There's normally one per corridor, but there's one just outside the staff room, and it's hilarious because every lunch, whenever you sat there, it goes off. Yeah. And it's panic stations. It's panic stations because it's like, oh, God, who is it? You're crossing everything hoping that it's not your name being called because it could be anything. It's usually like a... I always think it's like a key stage leader usually gets the call. Yeah. Um, especially at my old school when it would often be like the key stage one leader or the key stage two leader or whatever. Um, but, yeah, it's classic. I mean, I remember I only... I mean, I worked at my old school for like five years. I'm pretty sure I only had one phone call. <laughs> and, and I can't for the life of me remember. It was something so ridiculous. Yeah. Like, uh, your pasties at the at the office. <laughs> you know, like someone had been to... Your festive face. Someone had been down the lane and got me a pasty, but then I think I'd nipped out for maybe a cigarette or like a phone call. Um, and they've left it there and just said, like, oh, that's for Adam. And then they've rang through, and I remember someone was like, Adam, it's for you. And everyone's like, ooh. <laughs> that's what it's like. And I was just kind of like, oh, no. And it was just like, he passed his ear. I was like, oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's rare that I get a phone call now, but it used to be, because it could be anything. Could be parent complaint. That's got to be one of the worst. It could be... Um, yeah, the parent wants to speak to you. Yeah. This yeah. parent on the phone wants to speak to you. Could be uh, the head... Wants you to come down, and you've got to do the long walk from the staff room the to the head's office. Of shame. <laughs> the old walk of shame. The thing is, when you get when something like that, I mean, again, I'm not talking about the school I'm at now because it never happens. Like, like I said, I, I, I'm very lucky. But my old school, my head used to summon people. Yeah, and I always used to be like, if I ever had, to, you know, uh, Miss wants to see you downstairs, and I'd be like, and I'd be racking my brains. Yes. What have I done? Did I speak to a kid in the wrong way? Did you hear it? What, what, you know, what have I done? And then I'll get in and it'll just be like, are you staying for the staff meal? I'm just like, oh, God, don't do it to me. I no, walk in yeah. straight away with my arms out like I'm getting arrested. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I'll land in my people. Sorry for calling him a class clown. <laughs> but yeah, no, because... Um, it, it turns into a bit of like I'm a celeb slash dealer no deal with the banker. <laughs> so whoever takes the calls, like um, yeah, and then they'll come in and go, Lee, it's not you. <laughs> yeah. Get around like that. Um, I love yeah. that. It might be you. <laughs> oh God, yeah. I'm halfway through my dress. <laughs> but um, what the reason that it's brought brought it back up was I got a call last week. I was in the staff room, and then the call came through, and it was like. Uh, Oh, Lee, it's for you. So obviously it's the first one mm. I've had for ages because no one ever wants to speak to me. And I'm like, oh, God, what's it going <laughs> to be? And it was just basically what type of... Do you, ridiculous question, really. Do you want a normal Christmas dinner or do you want a vegetarian Christmas dinner? I went, does a bear poo in the woods? 
What are you doing? Traditional. For you. Yeah. For you. And then I was like, I'll have all the vegetarians, uh, pigs in blankets as well. <laughs> no, they want it. I'll just have it. Um, so, yeah, I got that tomorrow. Oh, so tomorrow? Yeah, uh, yeah. But I'm gutted. So, do you know, remember last year um, when we have uh, when we talked about how we do the Christmas dinner um, and then we follow it with the talent show? Yeah, yeah. And I was, yeah. No talent show. This, well, they're doing it, but it's on a day when I'm not in. Oh, yeah. Because tomorrow's the polling day. Uh, oh, I'm absolutely gutted. Tomorrow's going to be such... Oh, so, so gutted. But anyway, so uh, it reminded us as well, that staff room phone uh, chat, about when we used to work at Next. So, <laughs> back in the day in Next. And like I started working at Next when I was, I think, 16 till when I finished uni. Mm. I think you must have been the same. Yeah, yeah you I was didn't, 16, yeah. You didn't finish uni. Indeed, thanks for that. <laughs> no, but um, they had a phone system in Next, and it was you'd, you'd be able to speak to everyone in the store. Yeah, it's like yeah, you'd make an announcement, didn't yeah, you? Announcement, yeah. And so there were different phones dotted about, and each phone had a different obvious number, different code. Oh, it was hilarious because there was a time at Next where, because when I was coaching your football team, yeah. So I'd co- so I was in like what twenty barren years. <laughs> <laughs> twenty. I wouldn't have seen a season out if it was today's yeah, time of football. Yeah. But yeah, second so, season. So what were you under sixteens? You took over at under sixteen. Under sixteen. Yeah, you did two seasons, didn't you? Yeah. 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 But I was only twenty, so it was pretty, pretty much. Yeah, it was like, an effort from you, to be fair. It was, it was like a player manager role, although I wasn't old, old enough to play. It's a bit like a Lampard coming you, in. You want to go anyway? <laughs> but yeah. And then, um, and so, uh, and what I'd done is organised us for go, to go on a tour, tours and stuff. So like uh, first year we went to Valkenburg in Holland, Boy, and then yeah. we went to Lorette de Mar in Spain. Lorette de Mar. So the Lorette de Mar one, we had to fly that, so it was a little bit more expensive. So I basically got the whole team part-time jobs at Next. Yeah, yeah. Just pulled a few strings, and so it, it was. There was a time. There's probably about a year, wasn't there, where if you did have a shift at Next, there was guaranteed to be uh, a few of the other lads there that you could have some, oh, you know, some bants yeah. with. No one used to work a Tuesday, Thursday training nights. No, no, they, <laughs> they were barren in Next. Yeah, but uh, a Monday night was a solid shift. Six oh, ten. Yeah, six ten. Six well, ten, new to... next tape. Yeah, bang it in, especially around Christmas as well. Yeah, um, yeah. But going back to the phones, it was because when you're in like when you're younger, and I always remember this. I got lost in a shop, and and then you hear like, can Adam Parkinson please make their way to the, or can the parents of Adam Parkinson yeah. please make their way to the customer service desk? I'm there, screaming, <laughs> bawling my eyes out. Mum rocks up with a trolley. Absolutely fumes. I'm just like, oh, don't we? And um, yeah, so I remember like when we first got the power, and it wasn't just, it was kidswear, wasn't it? Yeah, so kidswear was, was a lot. So yeah, kidswear was on, on one side. It's all one shop now, but it used to be kidswear on one side, then it was ladies' wear up top, menswear yeah. at the bottom. So you, whatever you'd say, it'd go across all stores. So I remember I used to work with a guy called Sean McMurray, who's a good friend of mine. Um, and on the way in, we saw Steve McManaman, uh, ex-Liverpool footballer. And I remember just for the whole night just going, can Sean McManaman contact 229? Sean McManaman, 229. Well, that was the and way- then 229 would ring and I'd go, hello? And he'd go, 
hello? And I go, <laughs> and just put the phone down. Then literally 20 minutes later, I'd just be like, oh, I'm pretty bored. Sure, McManaman. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the way you had to speak, didn't you? Oh, yeah. And it was like I remember. I think I was with Ryan, and we had we used to do it where who could exaggerate the uh, the because it used to be a pattern that you'd have to speak almost like a jingle, and it'd be yeah. like uh, Adam to two two five. That's Adam two two five. And I remember oh, we yeah. used to we yeah, used to yeah. have competitions. Who could leave that gap? The gap. Yeah, <laughs> I remember being slaps. He did it as well. <laughs> Can Adam contact two two five? That's Adam. Two two five. Yeah, I do remember that. Oh, I think he then. And then, and then there were like ones where it used to be. Can you put the random name? You know, like the Bart Simpson phone yeah, in modes. Yeah. So it'd be like, um, can Ben Dover contact two three four? That's Ben Dover two three four. Alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> two, three, five, alcoholic, two, three, five. Oh, um, no, yeah, the I do days. remember that. That was yeah. funny. That yeah. was funny. Because yeah. in our school, we've not got it as a PA system. It's just phones, but... Uh... But yeah, I wish it did. That would be no, funny, wouldn't it? No, it'd be too risky, wouldn't it? <laughs> too risky, yeah. It's far too risky. Can <laughs> uh, Cockney John contact yeah. 245? All right, bruv. Can uh, yeah. my bruv contact <laughs> t- 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 <laughs> uh, Yeah, it rolled back some, some memories there. So there we go, guys. Just a collection of some of our favourite stories from the first part of season three, episodes 30 to 40. Uh, We hope you've enjoyed that. We hope it's keeping you ticking over before we start season four in September. And we are now going to work on putting our favourite bits together from episodes 31 to, sorry, no, 41 to 50. Um, So as always, please do share the pod, get uh, get on the Facebook group, group, just search Two Mr P's in a Podcast on Facebook. Please do share your stories, whatever it might be. Remember, everything that goes onto the website is completely anonymous, so you don't have to worry about getting in trouble. Um, If it gives us a giggle, it'll be shared on the pod, all all good. Uh, And get your tickets for the live show. And if you've not yet, rate, review, subscribe would be uh, amazing too. So enjoy the rest of your summer break, and we'll be back very, very soon. Thank you. It all started with mom. She's always had a way of making everyday moments feel like an adventure. So this Mother's Day, Kate Spade New York is here to help you thank mom and all the mother figures in your life. From our newest arrivals like springy dragonfly adorned handbags and jewelry to gifts under $100 to the best sellers on mom's most wanted list, there's something for everyone. Maybe you can even treat yourself too. Shop the Mother's Day gift guide at katespade.com.